You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello, welcome to Leaving Today Podcast, episode number 130. If you can't believe it, I can barely believe it. Um, it's about 129 more than I thought we would be at, but hey, here we are. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Leaving Today Podcast. My name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. Sitting to, the, to my right is the Trailmaster Puppets, Udi. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Uh, we also have a third member of our show, um, Jess. She is not here tonight. Nope. She will be. She's actually doing a, a paper, a two thousand word essay. Three um, thousand word 3, essay. word essay. Yeah, and she will be. Uh, which we're going to try to get her on Skype. Uh, she's lit- like literally like eleven minutes from my house. <laughs> yeah. So we, she isn't far, but um, we can. We're going to try to get her on if we if we can. Hey, tonight's show we're going to be talking to Sam Carter. Uh, from Carter Creative, he's going to be talking. About, we're going to be talking about Disney Forward, uh, sorry, Disneyland Forward, um, and everything that entails. Uh, we have the news. Uh, we had the randomizer working tonight, and that's that. Hey, tonight's. Hey, you know what? Anyways, I should say we're getting a lot of listeners out there, so thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is your first time, you f- welcome. The water is very warm. Uh, for those of you who are family members, welcome home. Uh, tonight's show is sponsored by you guys, the Patreon listeners. Thank you. All of you wonderful people out there. Um, we cannot, we wouldn't do the show. Uh, we would do the show, but it, you guys definitely make it a lot easier for us. I'll just say that. Uh, we will always do the show regardless if we have Patreon supporters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're so thankful that you um, are there for us. All right. So um, if you would like to be part of that, go to leaveintodaypodcast.com, click on the Patreon link, and we'll make it easy for you, $1, $3, $5 tiers. And for that, you get to be on the show, and you get to also uh, get some cool swag. Um, Also, whatever platform you're listening to us on tonight, this afternoon, today, after after the show's over, hey, take take a moment and give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you think, tell us what we can improve about. because we always want to make changes for the show and, and, and get things and grow. And um, hopefully we will be getting some more growing stuff uh, in the in the, in the the future. All right. So that's that. Tonight's opening question. Udi, besides um, 
Rancho del Zalcolo, what is the first item you want to eat? The first meal that you want to have at either park? And I, I said no Rancho because that's going to be your default. Are we talking full meal, snack, or... Let's do snack and full meal. Okay. And I don't consider Jack and Coke a snack. Oh, well, then... <laughs> um, no, I will go with a snack being the uh, It's Lemon. Okay, down um, with that. Yeah, food-wise. For those uh, of us on our live feed right now, if you want to join in on that question, you can. And uh, I know this is a podcast, so what we're doing is actually going live for the first half um, and having people chime in on this. So, um, And then food. I don't know if I have a secondary default. Um, because then it kind of falls into snackage. You know what I mean? Uh, beignets are always good to have. Mm. Oh, um, oh, okay. I do have a new one. Okay. Docking Bay. The, the pot roast out of Docking Bay. Yes. You, I oh. was there when you had that. Um, it looked good. It yeah, and you talked about it. It is amazing how good it is. It is, you know, whenever you have, okay. You go to different restaurants, they different kind of things that they offer up. If they have an offering on the menu, to me, there are things that kind of point to whether or not they're going to have their um, their things on point. Mm-hmm. So when I go to a Mexican restaurant, uh, believe it or not, it isn't enchiladas. It is not. And I get enchiladas at Rancho del Zocalo because they are amazing there. The one thing that I get at a Mexican restaurant, no matter what, whenever I go, tamales. Oh, yeah. If they make the tamales as good as I make my tamales, then, Mark, you've had mine. Oh, I think your mom made them. No, I helped. Me and we, we made them together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those were so good. I, I, I don't, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not a big, um, I don't usually go to get those. I'm going to say the white version, tamales, but it's... Yeah. Tamal. Tamales. Tamales. Yep. Tamales. Yep. Okay. Sorry about that. Tamales. Yep. Um, I typically don't go for those, but Udi came over for my birthday, and he had two Ziploc bags full of these things, and they're so good. I mean, they're really, really good. Hopefully, we can get some more sometime. Thank you. I will I will be making another batch soon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know that. Yeah. Um, that's all my plan. But anyway, the so... Yeah. dinner, yeah. The, but, but then you go... And then when you have their, depending on what the menu offering is, that is another one for me. If they have a pot roast or some kind of a, um, a lasagna or a, or a uh, meatloaf or anything along that line, yeah, I go there. And because that is going to tell me if they can handle that the, uh, the way those are, mm-hmm. if they make them well, it'll come out well. Mm-hmm. So that pot roast is absolutely amazing. Yeah, if they can do simple things well, mm-hmm. then you know they they yeah, yeah that's a yep. good that's a good metric. Okay, so all right. Oh, uh, Isaiah said uh, he's gonna get Willie's churro snack dinner. <laughs> oh, oh, snack. Uh-huh. Okay, the snack, yeah. and then dinner yeah. hands down uh, sriracha lobster mac in a bread bowl. Ooh. I'm going to pass on that. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> no, because of the sriracha. I'm not a big lobster guy, but no, I don't. sriracha, mac, yep. Where you, where you getting that at? Is that a DCA? Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. Uh, so for snack, I mean, uh, it's going to be either It's Lemon or it probably will be both of It's Lemon and the Monka Almond Fudge ice cream. 
at uh, Gibson Grill. Yeah. Um, Both are iconic from, well, iconic now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the one the one that I know was limited was the Fantasia. Oh. Oh, man. If you guys did not have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I want to begin a campaign because apparently they work. Um, <laughs> to bring that back. Yeah. That was amazing because I remember when I went, I'm like, oh, my God, it's there. Yeah. I'm going to order it. And it was the best. And I think what made it better is I got to sit on the porch and eat it. Yep. So I'm sitting on the porch eating that ice cream. I'm like, oh, I can't get any better. That's true. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Disney across from the Haunted Mansion, E-Exit. Uh, the little dock by the pirate ship. Yes, that oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The, the bread bowl. Yeah, that's the harbor galley. Yep. I, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely know what that is. I've been there quite a few times, but I did not know about that. Where the Columbia docks, right mm-hmm. there. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, the Fantasia ice cream. So, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be one of those two snacks. She, she didn't. Neither said Dole Whip, which is funny. Um, well, you know. When it comes to the Dole, Dole Whip, now that we've had the uh, the hideaway, yeah, it, it feels less exclusive. Yeah, yep, I know what you mean. I mean, not not in a bad way. Uh, I've had I had the um, can't think of the name now. What the boa out of there? Oh, the bow bun. The bow bun. Yeah. Thank you. The bow bun. Yeah, her name. The bow bun that was good, and I had the lumpia. I've had both out of there, and if yeah. you guys haven't tried that. I would recommend that too. The bow bun. Which one did you get? The, um, the beef or the, the beef one? Yeah, I got that. I, you know, I yep. was underwhelmed to be honest. Really? No, but but it, do you do you not eat bow? Have you not had bow before? That's the first time I ever had it. Okay, well, okay. So then maybe because it was good bow in my opinion. I've oh. had it before and it was good. The lumpia. You've had lumpia. Many, I know you've had many lumpia. Time, yeah. Um, the lumpia was good. Um, but um, the bow bun, it, it was great. And then they had this kind of. Um, Kind of a spicy sauce you could kind of um, dip. Very good. Very good. But anyway, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think with that, it made it less. And now, because um, now when I'm getting a Dole Whip, I'm kind of wanting a loaded one. Or a spiked one, rather. You know what I mean? I, I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. So I would rather have a spiked Dole Whip now, which we can only go to. Well, we can go to a couple of places now. Yeah, a couple places, for sure. <laughs> yep. Okay. And I guess for dinner, since you said that, um, what am I jonesing for? What do I want to get? Um, I think I think it's going to be Carnation Cafe just to be out in the atmosphere and get a meal there, yeah. a sandwich. I mean, a sandwich. I either a hamburger or they do have the meatloaf, Walt's meatloaf there. Um, sorry, there's nothing that's called Walt's meatloaf. It's just there's a meatloaf dish that's really good. I haven't had that yet. I am putting that on my on my list. Uh, they have a they have a sourdough bacon cheeseburger. It's on a sourdough bread bacon cheeseburger, mm. which is super super good. But just to be out there and to be in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. that's gonna be one of my first meals. And part of my that's gonna be one of the meals that I'm gonna be getting there for sure whenever I go back. All right, that's the opening question. Thank you, Isaiah, for jumping in on that as well. Um, and now let's go to our news. You listen to me now. 
You are talking about things that you do not understand. All right, so uh, we have some news items to go over tonight. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, Disneyland is extending unused single-day and multi-day ticket expiration dates ahead of the park's reopening. Uh, with Disneyland Park and DCA said to reopen on April 30th, the Disneyland Resort has issued an update on unused single-day and multi-day tickets. Um, remember those were the tickets you could get at the local store, uh, like the park hopper tickets mm-hmm. or the one-day, two-day, three-day things you could just buy, and, and they had expiration dates on them, but guess what? They're still valid. So it's interesting how I was wondering what was going to happen with those. Well, so now unused non-promotional single-day tickets that expire on December 30th, 2021 or March 31st, 2022 We'll have the expiration day extended to December 30th, 2022. Wholly unused, non-promotional, multi-day tickets that expire on January 12th, 2022 or April 13th, 2022 will have the the expiration date extended to January 12th, 2023. And the ticket will expire 13 days after the first user use on January 12th, 2023, whichever occurs first. Um... Expiration dates on eligible tickets will be uh, updated prior to the theme parks op- reopening. So that's, I guess, that's good news for people that have those. Um, yeah. I don't know how they're going to handle those when it comes time to get tickets. Anyways, are you gonna? Can you use those? I wonder. I would. I would uh, assume so. Yeah. So let's I say mean, you you have one, and they go, "Hey, tickets are going to go on sale on the, uh, April tenth. Okay, that's a week from today." And you log on there. I wonder if it's going to ask you, "Do you have a current ticket?" I would, I would guess so. I mean, it would make, or, or maybe do a, um, I'm, I haven't ever bought one of those. So I'm going to speak from a point of like, there probably is a bar, barcode or ID number of some kind on that ticket. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Probably of like course, maybe yeah. use a promo or do you have that ticket and then punch in that number or take a picture of it or something along those lines is what I'd expect to happen. I could be wrong. But uh, I think that is probably, yeah. So definitely, I think um, whatever protocol, whatever guideline or whatever uh, process they're going to use to actually, you know, sell tickets is going to be, um, that is going to have to play into it for sure, no doubt. They have to honor them because, I mean, it's one thing for a person not to do that, but it's another because of a pandemic right <laughs> um yeah right yep all right next news item orange county in los angeles county california to move into orange reopening tier on march 31st that's already coming on likely increasing theme park capacity Orange County and Los Angeles County will both be moving forward from the red reopening tier to the orange tier as of Wednesday, March 31st. Good. With this move, theme parks are able to operate at 25% maximum capacity instead of 15. Restaurants and movie theaters will also be able to increase capacity from 25 to 50%. Retail locations will have no capacity limit versus the current 50% capacity. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disneyland and DCA in Orange County will be, will, will, be, will be reopening on the 30th and Universal Studios in LA County will be opening on the, on the 16th. Um, neither has indicated what their maximum capacity will, will be set at, but for now, only California residents will be allowed to 
uh, at the, at the parks. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go out there. Okay. And say this. Ooh. When should I take a drink first? Nah, uh, maybe if you want to. Okay, I mean, hey, on. I'm not gonna keep you from drinking. When we open and we get to the level of 25%, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, or restaurants and theaters and whatever being 50. When we get there, I'm going to go a little bit uh, fortune teller, a little oracle, mm. and go... The powers at B are going to try at one point to shrink that number back down. Um, I think at that point, I think the collective populace of the country and of California will throw a big middle finger in the air and be like, no, we're not going back. Mm. So I'm happy. I'm happy to see that they're already looking and thinking forward and moving forward. Um, and I think at this point, uh, we've all had enough with what is going on. And I think we're going to all, we're going to I don't think, long story short, I don't think we're going backwards. I don't think we're going to no. go back. I think a lot of people are worried like, oh, what if there's another variant, a variant mm-hmm. or a spike or whatever, whatever, you know, people can have a, a trepidation over. I get it. I, yeah. I you know, I'm not going to, I'm never going to fault you for if you're, if you're afraid of that. Okay. I mean, you're, that is you. Um, but I don't think we're going to go back. I think uh, this is going to be uh, a move that is going to move forward. And I think if any company tries to, Disney tries to step backward, I think they're going to get a massive backlash. Because people, we're all ready to be happy again. We are. Uh, I think anybody, the entire world has been dealing with this uh, whatever. Uh, and uh, I think we're all over it. Um, if you're, if you're not, okay. Uh, but yeah, I think we're over it. So I I think from here on forward, everything, these are all great, great, great signs that we're returning to normal. Um, that people for, for any, for a lot of reasons, I think we're just returning to normal. We're going to go back and, and the whole mass thing, I think you're going to begin to see it fading away. I think people, for the people who have gotten accustomed to it. Um, okay, um, I, I haven't, um, I hate it, I will be real, I hate putting one on, I have to wear one occasionally, um, when I have to walk into certain places, I have to, because they are actively taking people out, and I literally can't breathe, and I'll give you an example today, I was in a place longer than 10 minutes, and, uh, yeah, I could feel my air supply getting down, because I actually wear... When I wear a mask, I actually wear one that actually does something, <laughs> not a not a thin fabric. But anyway, not to go off on that tangent. All I'm trying to say, long story short, wrapping it all around, bringing it back to home. Sur- yeah, it's just circling back over here. We're gonna circle it back. That I think we're good, and I think we're not looking back. I think we're gonna open up to 15, 25. I've said it before, and I'm gonna say to it: if we're not at near full capacity. By the end of summer, or by end of summer, there's other shenanigans afoot. Well, I don't want to add to that, but I just... <laughs> I don't want to get on a tangent. I'll just stop it there. <laughs> I'll just stop there. Yeah. Um, so, okay, yeah, we're on the right track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Good. All right. Speaking of that, so the next thing that was kind of cool I saw. Um, so new park icons and Disney monorail mugs are available at Disneyland Resort. Um, make your morning coffee in one of these new Disneyland mugs now available at World of Disney and Downtown oh. Disney. So there's a several of them. I have pictures online. I'll, maybe I'll try to put them on Instagram or something. Uh, you've got a you've got like a ceramic coffee mug, and it's embossed. I guess is the right term. Mm-hmm. So the pictures is a picture of um, Sleeping Beauty's castle and Pixar Palorama, Mickey's Fun Will. But they're coming out of the of mm-hmm. the um, mug, uh, and then the backside is Buena Vista Street and the mighty Matterhorn, mm-hmm. the majestic Matterhorn, if you will. I know which one I want. Yeah, it's so so it's got all those. And then the next one is the monorail mug, and these are all $14.99. It's got um, the pictures of like three or four different colored monorails all mm-hmm. spiraling around it, and it says, please stand clear of the doors. Uh, please stand clear of the doors. And then it's, how do you say that in Spanish? It has it right there. Por favor. Uh, uh, por favor, men. <laughs> I can never say that word. Men, men um, I don't manténgase. Uh, hold on. De las, Alejado. De las, de las puertas. Yeah. Mantenga, manténgase o oh, alejado de las puertas. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, by the way, anybody who speaks Spanish, they're gonna laugh at me because that was. Horrible accent. I apologize. Don't laugh, Jose. I know you're gonna say. Well, something. there are more. I know, there are but more. Jose's but yeah, I apologize. That is when you know it yeah. comes through. I yes. try. Much better job than I could have done. Uh, the yeah. next m- coffee mug is called the Conqueror of the Mountains. That is, is the one I oh. want. It's would you would you really buy that? Yep. Okay. I would. It's twenty bucks. It's blue, and the Space Mountain is in the back, um, and it's got looks like Splash Mountain mm-hmm. in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thunder, Big Thunder, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yep. yep. Cool. And it it has the uh, please remain. Is that the same one or different? Mug? It's the same yeah. mug. Yeah. Please remain seated. Which, uh, yeah. Wild is right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that is the one I'd get. Oh, cool. This one's gonna be fun. Um. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. So this next news item um, is, sorry, which is the last news item for this evening, uh, is one that I really wanted to get Jess on because um, I thought she'd be adding some flair to it. And uh, but we can't get her on Skype right now to do this. She hasn't responded right at all. She didn't respond to you? Okay. So she must be uh, busy. Okay. It's that the Blue Bayou will become the second Disneyland establishment to serve alcohol. Um, and they will soon offer new beverage options that elevate the culinary experience. The guest favorite spot will open after the theme parks reopen and Disney will share that date soon. The enhanced offerings fit right in with the story and spirit of Blue Bayou and reflect what many guests have requested, according to Disney. The new additions will complement the menu and theme of the restaurant with beverages such as wine, beer, and a specialty hurricane cocktail, which is a New Orleans staple. Or... You may want to try the new Celebration Sparkling Wine Package. Soon, you'll be able to pair them with the restaurant's delicious menu items, like the popular Surf and Turf. Also, keep an eye out for new seasonal takes on our mint julep non-alcoholic beverage. Okay, this is just the second publicly accessible restaurant or bar in Disneyland Park history to serve alcohol, the first being Olga's Cantina. At Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. 
Um, okay, so quick, we, we, we did post this on Instagram, and um, before we get to that, we don't want to say the guests first and stuff, but what was your initial thought on this? <sighs> well, my, my initial was like, oh, man. And I, I wasn't too happy, to be real. Okay. Um, but there are a few... There are a few things that I'm kind of like, I need to be real about what it is. For a vast majority of the populace, um, it doesn't matter. They don't care. Um, I actually asked someone their opinion on that. And they what they told me was they had no real problem with it. And that, um, you know... And, you know, they're already selling it at Oga, so it's, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I made the comment that um, that with the park not being open, that they need to recuperate money. So I can kind of, I was kind of seeing that coming. And their remark was, yeah, I could see it coming. And then... Um, then I made the comment, like, yeah, there's that part of me that's kind of like, ah, but, you know, Walt's vision, and you have that argument, and like, man, you, that was a line that I hoped had never crossed, but I mm -hmm. think with the lockdown, a lot of those lines have been erased. Right. And then their comment was, it's all about money now. That that park has been that way for a while. Walt hasn't been right. uh, a guiding factor in that. No, and he I, hasn't. And, yeah, and then I made the, and then I, you know, I couldn't argue. Right. Um... So, at one level, I'm I'm annoyed because I'm like one one of the things that I hold uh, we've all hold true is Walt and his legacy, and he was adamant about that. But sadly, the year that we've had, there are going to be tough tough decisions that companies as a whole are going to have to make. Yeah. Um, whether we agree or not, whether you want to say it's not holding to the legacy of Walt, I would argue you're correct. I would make that assessment like you're right. Mm -hmm. They aren't holding on to it. And then the other point is, but they have lost, I don't even look at the last number, any of the numbers lately, how many billions mm -hmm. with a B that they have lost. And as a person who is a great lover of the capitalist system, I think it is the uh, the best system in the world. We can have that argument if you want <laughs> off of here, uh, whether you agree or disagree. But um, And with that, they're going to, you know, a company needs to do certain things. Well, at least a company like Disney or Disneyland in quite specifically to the park, they're going to need to do things because um, they need to make revenue. Right. And the billions that they have lost on the park being closed for a, over a year now needs to get rec recuperated in any way, shape, or form. So I'm going to just warn everybody, get ready for these kind of things because they are a coming and they have to. The only argument, the one thing that I will push back, alcohol, I'm kind of like, 
it kind of like hit me like, oh. Mm. But then that logical, non-emotional side of me that I tried to let my let rule my life and my brain mm-hmm. told me, you, it makes sense. So yeah, I'm not happy about it, but I'm not like unhappy. I'm kind of like, for lack of a better way, putting it kind of meh about it um, because I get it. I get that they need to. Um, said person said that they this was coming anyway, regardless. She felt it was coming, yeah. regardless. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I couldn't disagree, and I right. can't. I, I made the comment like I can't argue. I can't argue that. Um, but you know, at one level, maybe it's me more kind of going recognizing the situation we're in and understanding that you got to bite it, you got to bite the bullet, and move forward. If not, we lose the park. Yep. 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 Um, I think much. I think the same emotion I had was that you had is that it was like the first thing when we was like, oh no, here we go, here we go. This is not what we needed, but cooler head prevailed for me. Logic prevailed for me. Um, does it fit the theme? Yeah, it actually does fit the theme of the Blue Bayou. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's going to be highly, highly successful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I think? My worst nightmare of having people walk around with with mixed drinks in the park is going to happen. No, no, that will not happen. No, that the case of that can never happen. No, and they will. And and, and not only from a point of, um, yeah, they won't. They I don't I don't think they will. I think that is what they'll draw the line. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you can only drink here. It isn't going to be a DCA free for all. Right. Yeah. That's so. That's one thing I would actually be a little upset about. You know. Um, but. And I think Jess was a little upset at, well, at first as well, but I don't know if she's calmed down yet. We'll have to ask her when she comes back on. Mm-hmm. All right, so we, we did post it out to Instagram. Uh, here we go. Some of the comments were, uh, hey, Lynn, you know, Lynn from the theme spot. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Lynn from the sweep spot said, hey, go. don't like it, but I get it. Yep, absolutely, Lynn. You're right. I don't like it so much either, but I absolutely get it. As Udi said, they need to recoup money, and they will make money hand over. Well, they're gonna make money hand over fish with this, anyways. Yep. Um, someone said, "Wow." Um, Marcus said, "I'm warming up to the idea, especially at the Blue Bayou. Makes perfect sense there. If I'm paying two hundred bucks for dinner, I should have a glass of wine." <laughs> I mean, there again, you have that level of like, okay, I get it. Like, ah, uh, you know. Yeah. Then Fernando said to his comment. That or animatronic Jack Sparrow better cut my steak. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, oh, man. That is, that is good, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Efren said, cool, but I think it should be limited for me at least. <laughs> he said, laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fernando said, hey, it'll be fine. Nobody is getting trashed at Blue Bayou. It's a premium experience, and mm-hmm. you're paying more than top, ten, than top dollar for it. The, what? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'll, I'll let you finish okay. reading it, then I'll give you my, okay. my thought. Yeah. This is meant to enhance that, bring in some additional revenue, and overall not have too much of an impact on the rest of the park's guests. Uh, the Popcorn Yeti said it beautifully. We're going to read his. Um, most people who drink at Disney are pretty well behaved. The mm-hmm. ones that are a problem are the types to be the problem wherever they go. Mm-hmm. True. Alcohol or no alcohol. Most importantly, they better not drop the ball with the pirate-themed drinks. I'm more of a whiskey guy, but I'll drink, I'll drink the f out of rum if it has a clever name. And they put <laughs> they put a pirate flag on it for seventeen dollars. That's a steal. <laughs> All right, so we're how about forty? 
Yeah. <laughs> so what are we going to say about that? Um, no, I completely... Uh, maybe it said... Because okay, you stopped me in the middle of it. Yeah. So it, he said, it, it'll be fine. Nobody's getting trash at Blue Bayou. It's a premium experience oh. and you're getting paying more. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and um, no, I agree. I, I think they're going to handle it a lot like what they did. They do with Ogas. I mean, nobody's walking out of Ogas trash. Nobody ever is. Okay. So yeah, I, I don't think it, they ever will. Um, and having ever been to Ogas, um, they give you a maximum, right? Two. Two. Yeah, you get two drink max. And I would not be surprised that if they do the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, you can, but you get two. And no, and I agree that that most people that are going to walk in there are not going to get, or not looking to get sloshy. You know what I mean? They're not looking to get hammered. You're no. not going to pay for 150, 170, 100, whatever you pay to get in mm-hmm. to get drunk and get kicked out. Um, there are people on the planet who do do that. I've seen it for different things. Like you're going to pay 300 bucks to go see a concert and get hammered and then not make it through. What up with that? Um, so same thing. Same rule applies here. And, um, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it'll probably be like, okay, you get two glasses of wine. Yeah. Um, and there you go. Or one of these hurricane whatever drink it is, and there you go. Yeah, because when you when you really think about it, the, the um, Galaxy's Edge, like I said, Ogas has done an out standing job at controlling that. Okay. Um, and I think overall DCA does a good job at that too. I mean, you don't often see people, drunk people, walking through DCA. Not often. I think I've maybe seen one. And that is, but that is super rare. Usually I'm like, you're an alcoholic, aren't you? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah. And you know what? I think, honestly, if someone got belligerent, they'd be taken out pretty, pretty quickly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I have no doubt in my mind that it would not, it would not, will not, and won't ever fall into that realm where they would allow anybody on property to get that smashed. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's what the popcorn yeti said. I don't think it's a big deal. If someone really wanted to be drunk at Disneyland, all they have to do is walk across the Esplanade or take a short walk to downtown Disney, get drunk, and come right back into Disneyland. The amount of unruly patrons on Disney property compared to the amount of people who drink on Disney property is barely noticeable. Mm -hmm. I feel safer with people drinking at Disneyland than I do at my local sports venue. I know the first thing people will complain about is Walt didn't want alcohol in the parks. Yeah. Well, Walt didn't always make the best decisions, despite what, <laughs> what the Walt worshippers will tell you. And he laughs. Uh-huh. In time, he might have changed his stance. We'll never he know. He could have. He could have, yeah. So we'll never know. It's no. a different time now. And I've, I've noticed that compared to other places, most of Disney guests tend to drink more responsibly while on property. Yeah. And then Fernando said, well said, I'll drink to that. <laughs> and funny part is he and I have drank on property. Uh, he and I. Thanks for that beer again, my friend. Oh, yeah. yeah, I want one of those. And very well said, Popcorn Yeti. Very insightful there. You know, Popcorn Yeti is um, a connoisseur of beers, too. If you watch his posts on Instagram, he's, he's always got a new microbrew. And uh, okay. he's, he's taking some pictures of his backyard. It's looking like uh, it's looking like Adventureland back there now. It's kind of cool. Cool. And uh, Fernando, you know that dude's got a brother? Yeah. There's two of those fools wandering around. 
<laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't know what Fernando's brother's name is, but it's Con Fernando's brother. Okay. Okay. So he he isn't a Padres fan though, so that that makes it bad. I think they both are. I think they're all Padres fan fans. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm I'm a fan of the latest world champions, so that's all. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> who, who won it? Was it the Astros? <laughs> no. I have no idea. Who won last year? No, uh, wasn't it the Dodgers who won last year? Oh, no, yeah, I, you're, right, you're right. The Dodgers did win. Yeah, okay. Another another topic of argument with, between me and people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, though. Uh, Michael it. Disney, okay. Ring. More drunk treasured guests. Okay. <laughs> and, and well, you know. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, but I, again, I think, I think, again, if you make it, we're going to be real about it. There aren't very many drunk people walking through Disneyland. They're just not there. Christine HM, 1313. I think it must be Haunted Mansion. Um, she's the one that does the Legos, I think. Uh, don't really like that. Hopefully, they will be limited like Ogles Cantina. At mm-hmm. least at Blue Bayou, you would have to buy food with it. Uh, yeah, very good point there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yes, I think they will be limiting that. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the punster Ryan Hell to the doesn't count. Don't even read it. Okay. No, I got he it. says Hell to the Nah. Of course he would. <laughs> he doesn't. Ryan doesn't drink. Oh, I don't know, but I I, I figured he would be like no way. Okay. Uh, 2021 Bernji. Uh, she's been on. She's been following us for a while, but she never comments. So hey comment more she mm-hmm. says as an adult who loves disney and loves adult disney trips i'm all for it perfect okay uh, you know i'm not gonna lie i want to see if i want to see what this hurricane is all about i kind of want to yeah why not yeah and maybe they will have a real mint, mint julep there well maybe maybe uh, and <laughs> i don't care about a real mint julep i mean i like mint juleps but i'm not gonna that, that's not i'm a bourbon to, guy you, you know, know that i'm know. like here, have a mint julep or a bourbon. I'm like, bourbon. Are you sure? Yes. That, like, it's got to be bullet. No, it doesn't. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So those were the comments we had. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning and for joining in on that. On that, that it makes it more interactive. I love hearing everyone's thoughts and comments on that. Um, uh, you know, it's going to be the trick now, I think with Disneyland is when they reopen is and the people is they have to sort of grow grow with each other again yeah um, and times are going to be a little bit different and we are going to have to accept things maybe that we didn't before um, and it's all it's all a process for them because if this isn't successful they'll just cancel it well yeah I mean and and we we I think everybody recognizes that they're going to be fine and it's sure. going to be successful and there isn't going to be an issue. I, I don't feel there's going to be an issue. I, right. I, I really don't. If there is, a, it's going to be a one-off every who knows how often. Super rare. Right. And like, <laughs> never mind. I was going to make a COVID joke. But okay, moving on. Okay, um, but And you know, I, I remember when Galaxy's Edge was announced mm-hmm. and f- plans were coming out. We were talking about and then... At some point, the news broke, hey, Olga's Cantina, this well-themed bar, will be serving alcohol. And there was a big write-up and hoop to do about it and mm-hmm. pushback. And I think even I even was a little upset about it. But you know what? I think we all did. I know I was, too. I would have no idea if they sold alcohol now. 
I mean, it, it doesn't impact me whatsoever. And, and that is kind of the beauty of it, if you want to do a silver lining about that, is that, yeah, you don't. That yeah. is my point. You don't. If you didn't know Oga's sold alcohol, yeah. you wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't know. But I had this mental, mental image of, like, you know, 15,000 people staggering around the park, throwing punches and vomiting. <laughs> and, yeah. You know. Oh, no, that's just in Toontown, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yikes. But yeah, I mean, like I said, overall, I, I mean, I'm kind of the the only thing that does bug me is the fact that you know they slow creep on things like that. But you know, again, given the year that we've had, you know, am I gonna? Uh, I don't know. Would you draw the line if they started serving alcohol at the tropical hideaway? No. Okay. I, uh, you know. Uh, the way I look at it now, um, I am pretty sure they're going to begin to, uh, if they haven't already, begun looking at other um, spots to offer alcohol mm-hmm. in Disneyland proper. I wouldn't, I mean, like, yeah. again, but, but again, I'm going to go with the thing is they're going to control it. I don't think we'll ever get, or even if, okay, if we get to a point where it's like DC where people are just walking around with alcohol, in Disneyland, I don't think you and I are going to be alive for that. I'll put it that way. I think you and I will be in the ground um, mm. if that ever happens. I yeah. think. I mean, even the incremental creep that uh, we all get with different things, I don't think we'll, we'll we'll ever see that in our lifetime where it's wide open like DCA. I could be wrong, though. No, I, I, think, you're, I 20, think you're right. 2020, the, the year of the crazy. Um, crazy. Yeah. Hey, that's how it goes. Yeah. Well, okay here, LTP listeners. We have a couple special things going on right now. Um, Some news has broken since we recorded last. So this is Mark and Udi in the future. And then we're going to bring you back to the past after we're done with this. So (laughs) crazy. But we're also doing a live stream right now um, with some listeners. Um, so maybe they might get on to it as well. So the first news item we want to talk about is that uh, Trader Sam, the Trader Sam animatronic, and I'm not sure if he's even an animatronic. Does he move? I don't think he moves. Okay, so what's called the Trader Sam figure, statue, whatever, has been removed from the Jungle Cruise at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, and currently, they are making changes at our beloved park in Anaheim. Um and in fact, what we, we in what we will reveal later, a list of attractions are available for opening on April 30th. And uh, Jungle Cruise and Matterhorn, my absolute one and two, you can pick which one is one and two, will not be. They will, they will, they'll both be dark on April 30th. Yeah, I will, um, I'll tell you what one and two are, but for you. Uh, okay. One, so, you so, want me to, uh, go, well, go ahead. One go is ahead. Matterhorn, two is Jungle Cruise. Yes. Okay. Probably. Okay. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Um Trying to tell me no. So, what are your thoughts on that, Udi? Um, what's what's going on? I mean, I can tell you what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> well, you know, I, um, the one thing that I'm kind of thinking is I, I there's a level of me that that is annoyed by it, um, only because I'm more worried about why they're doing it. Um, I, I have a feeling that it's going to be good and they'll they'll do right. Um, but I I I usually don't have too much of a problem with changes in the park as long as they're done what it, with in a way that I think is, like, honest. I think uh, right now with the uh, culture we're kind of in right now, a lot of things are beginning to happen only because a certain 
pressure pressure from certain very pinpoint people um, begin and they feel they need to react and and I don't think that's an honest uh, response um, in my opinion so am, am I am I kind of annoyed by it yeah do I feel like it's gonna be a horrible thing hmm, I I don't think so I am worried though only because it depends on who they're listening to the the, the reef the revamp as a whole when you read it what they're planning on doing with jungle mm-hmm. isn't a bad idea I'm not no. opposed to it I think no. it, it, it is interesting it is a departure from what we're used to and what we've grown up with but that doesn't make it a bad thing the only the last couple the only real thing that I think um, the Imagineers did screw up when they've done it something as of late has been uh, the redhead on Pirates. I think they messed that up. I think that was with what they came up with was bad. Okay. Um, And it has nothing to do with me, you know, being overly critical. I'm being critical. Critical. Um, But yeah, so in my opinion, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold my overall, like, either disdain or whatever. I'm going to wait. I have to wait and see what what we're going to get. That seems fair. Uh, and then, and then I'll, I'll, if I have ire after that, then I'll let it go. But uh, we'll find out. Okay. Hey, Bob. What do you? What do you? Oh, you gotta hop off. Um, do you? Do you have? A, do you have a quick take on uh, Trader Sam? Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Bob. Thank Thanks you, for man. hanging out. Thank you. All right. You too. Um, so for me, I'm still wrestling with it. Um, it's kind of a mixture of frustration and anger. I don't. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I must say, it's it's dampening my mood for what's happening at the end of this month. Um, and I, I, I hate to say that I, I, I really do because I really want to be excited for the parks opening, but I just, the stuff that we're having to, you know, I'm all, I'm, I am 100% okay for design change in the sake of art and like progression and storytelling, but to remove something, but we don't know yet. I'm just going to hold, I really am going to hold yeah. up my opinion. If they remove this character and bring him back as something else, I'm okay with that. But to have an empty space there, it's, it's going to be sort of silly to me. Yeah, again, if they do it properly, I think anything... It, it may not be that bad. Um, I think we've talked about it before with uh, Splash, for instance. Um, yeah. I don't really care. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a bad thing. I am actually think it's probably going to be a good thing, being that I have no real emotional attachment to... Splash, I'm not, I haven't freaked out over it, for air quote, freaked out over it. Um, Freaking out. Yeah, this one is a little bit much closer to home, so mm-hmm. I get I get a lot more worried. Yeah. And last time they did something close to home, like I said, Red, they kind of, they screwed it up. Does, uh, it, does it ruin your experience on the ride? No, because... Sorry, attraction? No, because I, uh, I, I don't look at it. <laughs> I yeah. literally, like, look away, I'm like... And I can hear the voice, and the voice kind of grates, and that is another... I think maybe for Red, if the voice was different, mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't be as bad. But that voice is like the the 
the straw that breaks the camel's back for my dislike of that part of the attraction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Yep. Okay. Um, for those of you on our live stream, if you want to type in something that you're talking about, we will read it and we'll respond to that in regards to that. Mm-hmm. All right. And thank you for everyone who's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, we may do this again in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next item is what actually broke today. Um, and it's the Disneyland Know Before You Go theme park reservations. Um, and that's what's happening. So we're going to talk about that. So what do we know so far about that? Um, let's see. I'm going to make a, Aaron made a comment about Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is about the skipper, so I can block out the rest. Good, good way to look at it. I agree. Um, I think one of my only other concerns with the retheme and trying to follow a more, uh, what is it, story-driven attraction that they may try to um, curtail the skippers in some form with their spiel. And that is one of my worries. I, I, I really hope not because I think you're absolutely right that the skippers make that attraction. They elevate that to another level. Okay. Okay. Hey, Jesse M. Um, so today they announced, uh, Disneyland Resort announced that uh, theme park reservations will effectively start on April 12th. Uh, and then on the 15th will be another set. So um, the first part about this is that we have April 9th, and that is for people who actually have a physical ticket that you would have bought, like a multi-day ticket um, or whatever from like Safeway or Target or wherever you guys are from. Uh, and you could buy those. And those are still valid. We talked about that earlier mm-hmm. in, in the show. Um, and so on the 9th, you're able to go in on the site type in the number and say, Hey, is this thing valid? And is it good for the, the 12th? Um, and then you can start seeing what's available. And then on the 12th, if you have one of those tickets, then you can start turning those tickets in for a park pass or a park ticket or, or sorry, a reservation. And then on the 15th, it opens up to everyone else. So that's the first part. Does anything about that seem odd to you? No. Okay. No, because if, if you want to look at it, they already have money spent. So they're trying to get that out of the way as quickly as possible, and I don't blame them. Okay, um, but... But then, then after that, I, I don't know. I, I don't find a big issue with it. I kind of am okay. glad they're doing that that way. Um, I Again, I think they're incentivizing having that and getting rid of as many as you can. That way you can open back up to people who don't have them and try to get to a little bit more of a regular flow. Yeah, I... I... I get that, and I accept that. I just, but I think the thing I'm wrestling with is that <clears throat> the. And this is going to sound elitist, and I, I'm very sorry for that. But the AP people, um, who have actually given money to the park for the last 12, 14, sorry, 12, 24, 36 months, um, that is really one of the core target audiences mm-hmm. of Disneyland. And I, I just, I was always thinking, well, it would be great if they let the legacy pass holders get first crack on the reservations. Yeah. But, but you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter really. I mean, no. I, I don't think I would have gone, but it's, it's, uh, it just seems to me like that's, if you have one of those tickets, then you get to go whatever it's all, it'll all come out in the wash. Um, yeah. See, Aaron says the same thing. Get it. But as long as long time AP, I'm freaking out. But I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. But I think something else will be coming down our way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think there's going to be something else that we're going to be able to get. So it, that's the only thing off the top of the off the top. That's the first thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But I'm processing it now. Yeah. And this listening to you guys. Well, I, I, and I agree with you, Mark. I think. Uh, I, well, I hope, and I think that um, that um, Disney will take care of the APs, I, 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 especially. Disneyland, being that it is pre- predominantly AP and SoCal driven, um, I think part of that also is the fact that they're only opening to California residents. That already kind of really shrinks down the demand mm-hmm. that um, that is going to be out there. So, so by by that, I think the you know because we're we're operating on the mindset of you know the normal. Uh, operation offering to people all over the world that isn't happening so that is going to be for a while there where we're only socal so or, what, or or california what if they go april so the first day is april 30th if they say april 23rd is a friday legacy pass holders get a special preview to go on either friday or the or saturday you can only go one of those days going i'm going yep i'm and that would be See that would I'm getting chills on my arms thinking about that. If okay. that's if they said that, you guys get to come in. Um, here's our way of saying thank you, uh, dude. I'm there. Pack the car. No, uh, no, I no. I'm seriously. No. Booking, I, booking the flight. Yeah, booking the flight. Yep. Or I don't mind. I've got a Prius. I don't care. Uh, I'll drive down there. Yeah, of um, course you have a Prius. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so that so that that's the first thing. So what else do we know about this? Um, you know, park hopping park hopping is available. Good. And so that's really, really cool. It would make no sense to, to negate that in my no. mind. You know, I was kind of worried about it because of the overall, oh, what's the word I want to use? Stupidity of the overall COVID mandating. Um, so I was kind of worried that that would continue to play into what we have going on. But uh, it's not. So good. Um, no, I'm, I'm actually surprised. I thought that they would be regulating how many. But you know what? That's a, that's a, that's a win. And I'm glad we're doing that. Yeah. Um, my last time I was at the park was January 18th, 2000. I know that because it was the day I was a Saturday and we were there for January, uh, January 17th for, and what day was that? That was the very first day you could get to rise of the resistance. And we were there at so early in the morning before it was dark, before it was light and boarding group 47, 46, we got, Mm -hmm. um, so that was my last day at the park was the, the day after on that Saturday. Mine was about a month later. It was literally, I think mine was the week or two before the uh, official closing. Um, I'm trying, I can probably find the date. Okay. That was my last day in the park. Yeah. So, so the reservations will start really for the, on the 12th and 15th. You find a date and you can have up to three guests from three different families Um and you book your reservation date. And I don't know. And the park's hour is going to be from 9 to 7, um, which is strange, but that's okay. I'm not going to complain about that. I mean, that's right at that. I mean, that's a little bit past the magic hour. Mm-hmm. Um, when I mean the magic hour is when we go from, you know, the twinkle lights come on and dusk and it's that when everything happens. Um, but, you know, that's still more than we've had. Very, very grateful for get, we're, we're getting that. And that, that will change by midsummer. I think we're going to be back to midnights in midsummer. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Or at least 11. <laughs> My uh, last day in the park was March 2nd, 2020. March 2nd. Okay. 
Um, so here's what you can expect to see on opening day on the th- on the 30th. Alice in Wonderland, Astro Orbiter, Autopia, Big Thunder Mountain, Casey Jr., Days on a Railroad, Dumbo, Gadgets Go Coaster, Haunted Mansion, Indy, It's a Small World, King Arthur's Carousel, Mad Tea Party, um, Main Street Vehicles, Mark Twain Riverboat, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, Mr. Toe's Wild Ride, Peter Pan's Flight, Pinocchio, Pirates, Roger Rabbit, Snow White's Enchanted Wish, Wish. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, not the whiz. It's the enchanted wish. Space Mountain, Splash Mountain. I knew that was happening. Uh, Star Tours, Rise of the Resistance, Tarzan's Treehouse, Winnie the Pooh, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, and Surprise Character Sightings. Again, if you missed it, uh, my top two attractions: Jungle Cruise and Matterhorn. Matterhorn and Jungle Cruise. They are, they are dark for April thirtieth. Um, so, at DCA, we've got. Uh, all the games at Pixar Pier, Goofy Sky School, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, Incredicoaster, Emotional Whirlwind, The Critter Carousel, Jumpin' Jellyfish, um, Junkyard Jamboree, Mickey's Phil Harmagic. Is that, that's not even a ride. Okay. Pixar Pal Around, M- Monsters, Inc., um, Silly Symphony Swings, Turtle Talk with Crush, Little Mermaid, Toy Story, Midway Mania. Yeah. So that's what we have going on. Um, that's going to be really, really good. Uh, let's see here. Um, I saw that they were taking reservations for Savvy Workshop on April 22nd. So that's good. Ooh. Yeah? I have one more. One more what? Saber. You you need one more? I've got one more. What do you want to build? The, um, oh, I forgot the... Uh, yeah, I didn't know it was coming either. Oh, I forgot the name. Oh, yeah, than, no, I know. Wow, later than me, who knew what was coming? Yeah, I didn't know. The, I think Aaron. It, yeah, no, I know. Uh, I'm commenting on Aaron. Um, that Oh, that's when Izzy met you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I already gave him a thumbs up. Yeah, oh, that's okay. when we met. Um, but um, Actually, um, Isaiah, do you go by Izzy? I just called you that. I'm sorry if, <laughs> if that's not what you go um, by. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I think they closed it the following week, didn't they? Like mid-March? Isn't the, that when they closed it down? The 15th or something. Yeah. So I was literally there a week and a half or two before it all mm. went down. Maybe it was the 21st. Maybe it was right in there. It was right yeah. near the end of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was not that far along after that. And I had, I think I made the comment before, I had a trip ready planned for April... Um, what this no, year? Mar- uh, no, I had no March, uh, April, May. Last year? I had one in May coming. Busy, cool. Yeah. yeah. No, well, yeah, we had. Year. Yeah, I we had, had plans. Had like three, I had like three more trips. Yep, planned. yeah, we had plans to go in July for Adventures Campus, yep. um, and something else. It would. I definitely would have been down in the fall mm-hmm. for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I always seem to get into that. Uh, so I probably had two trips planned. I would imagine off the top of my head, but I could have been talking to a third. Um, so at the rate I was going every two months, so yeah, yeah, and when we get back to it, I will return that rate. Oh, well, I will. if we do the HVAC thing, then you will be, yeah. If I wind up working down there, then I'll be there every other day, probably. Um, oh, nice, we'll so, find out, yeah. So, in the future, we don't know that we don't know the prices yet. Um, I don't know how many days you can book. Um, 
so that's all stuff that needs to needs to come out uh, in the in the wash here. We're, we'll we'll find out next week what the prices are. We'll yep. find out how many days you can you can book and yep. how many days in advance can you book. Yeah, that are all important questions. Yeah. And yes, we did. Izzy, uh, Izzy asked us, uh, did you guys get reimbursed for your passes at all? Uh, we did. If you had AP, and we did. We did. Missing, yeah. So bum missing Halloween. Love the Oogie Boogie Bash. I know, right? So, um, listeners on podcast, Erin just said that she um, she's missed Halloween this year. Same. Uh, loved Oogie Boogie Bash and it was amazing. Yeah. I, so, um, I did get to go when when they brought the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party back to DCA because you actually started at DCA, then went to um, Disneyland and back. I was like, man, this is this isn't going to be the same thing at all. But because the haunted mansion and everything, but it was, it was DCA brought it. They was so well done, um, and uh, just the just the decorations, the lights, the atmosphere. If you got to do that that Redwood Creek challenge, did you get to do that, Aaron? Holy cow, that thing was crazy. Um, I've never seen anything like that, um, and. Um, Hopefully that will come back soon this year, and I'm thinking it will. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like I mean, you remember Cars Land is it's like an, it kind of lends itself to these designs anyway, so it's nice to see that. Um, I got seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're looking at the time because we got to move on in a little bit. Um, so that's what we have going on with this. Um, I don't know when my first trip's going to be. How about you guys on the on the on the live stream? When are you guys thinking you want to go? Um, I know Udi's going to try to go on end of April, maybe um, May. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else uh, is going on there. Oh, we can talk about the Main Street, um, the Disneyland Railroad pulling into the station today. Yeah, they have, uh, there is video popping up of the uh, train rolling through the uh, Main Street station, and that made me... Like, it gave me the chills when I saw the video, and it made me really happy because I could hear the bell, and you hear the whistle, and uh, it made me um, feel really, really, really optimistic about where we're going, and I feel really happy that we're here. Uh, We do have a long way to go, uh, clearly, before we're back to normal, not a new normal, back to normal. I'm going to say that one more time. When we're back to normal um the one magic about the park is the human connection and um i for one am not okay with them taking that away and i will kind of argue that i'm i'm anyway i won't go too far into that uh but anyway so um yeah if you guys uh, if you haven't watched that video or haven't seen it it is floating around Definitely, definitely, definitely go check it out. If you do miss the train and hearing the whistle like I do and the bell, go watch it. It it will make you smile. The one the one common thread with all of us is going to be now we're moving into when can we return, and that is going to be like the next thing. Um, I know the date of whenever I do make it back into the park is going to be that date that I'm going to remember. Um, kind of like the the date for Rise of the Resistance and writing that for the first time ever, opening day. That is a date that isn't going to be out of my head anytime soon. I think um, when we do get back into the park and when we each individually make our, our initial trips back in, 
Um, I think, you know, I'm going to go a little bit and try to predict it for, I think we're all going to definitely have to deal with um, adapting, I think, for now. And, yep. I, and I really hope that most of the shenanigans with the COVID and protocols and all these things that they're having to do right now, I really hope and pray that, give it a year, that they will all be gone and we will be back to enjoying the park, complaining about being crowded, complaining about this, that, and the other thing rather than I got to wear a mask or, you know, the uh, CMs worried about if they're going to have work and all the, 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 the horrible, horrible things that we've all as a collective community has had to deal with over the last year plus. Right. Yeah, I think I think this year we got we just gotta suck it up and, and, and deal with what we get. And I think next year again we'll be talking about annual passes mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. Um, You'll so. be complaining and that they yeah. don't have a jack in the box in there. <laughs> um, so now that's all the news we have. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna switch switch gears here and talk to one of our favorite uh, Disneyland artists or Disney artists, I should say, because he does a lot more than a DCA artist. I said, mm-hmm. you know what? He's just an artist. Yeah, there you go. He does a lot of really good stuff. Yep. And, um, yeah, that's that. All right, and now let's go to our feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. So, hey, LTP listeners, this is our feature presentation for episode number 130. Uh, again, we are talking with our good friend, uh, resident artist, uh, all-around good guy from Carter Creative and Cartar hey. Sauce. It's Sam Carter. <laughs> I'm all right. How are you doing, man? Good hey, to see you guys. Hey, good, good to see you, too. Yeah. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, fresh, off the, fresh off the news from today, from April 6, yeah. 2001. A lot going on. Big time. Yeah. yeah we've been waiting for that. Been, uh, a, a, a year, more a, than more than a year, yeah. we've been waiting for that. Um, so I, I'm glad things are going to get back to normal. We were just talking about it on the uh, news. And um, when is your first time you're going to come back, go to the park? Oh man, well um, I just went to um, Touch of Disney on Sunday, so oh. I kind of got it out of my system a little bit, right? <laughs> and luckily I was able to go to Disney World in January for two weeks, right, right. so I got a lot out of my system for that. Um, that was the weirdest thing is thinking about, man, it seems like forever since I've seen Galaxy's Edge. But then, you know, I'm trying to not, I'm trying not to do a humble brag, but yeah, I got to go on Rise of Resistance a few times in January. So it's like, I feel like I got a lot out of my system. Not to rub it in, guys. Well, oh, no. Okay. Okay. I, I got to do it. How many times did you ride it in January? Three. <sighs> Pretty impressive, right? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Mark, how many times did I wrote it? I wrote it? In, Mark, in, in it. January? It, well, no, in total before the park was. Oh, he's been on it seven times, I think. Whoa. See, I've only been on it once at home. That's, yeah. that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I did it. I got lucky enough. We were there for opening opening day, and then that entire weekend, wow. we rode it every day. And then I went down one more trip and rode it three more times, or four more times. But if I, correct me if I'm wrong, Sam, you were there the night before we got to go on it, right, for the cast member preview? Oh, you know, I don't remember. It's such a blur. There's a whole <laughs> pandemic between now and then. It was a year ago. <laughs> oh, so yeah. much, you, I don't remember. You okay. got to give but the... I, I forget, so much, maybe. So much just happens. I did that. go to a cast member preview, though, so it might have been. It okay. would have been. Yeah, I think it would have been. Yeah, my cousin still works there. Actually, she got... Uh, she was one of the people that sadly got let go. But yeah, oh. my cousin's the one that got me in. Okay. Did yeah. she get hired back yet, or... Did she move Not on? Yeah. I'm she... hoping. Okay. I'm hoping. You know, it's entertainment, and, you know, that's still... That got a big chop on the chopping block, so... We'll see what happens later. Okay. Right, uh, right well, on. Right ho- on. 
sending positive thoughts. Hopefully she gets back on and then we get back to normal. Thank you, thank you. It's like yeah. the family business. Like I need to have some some kind of relative working there. <laughs> you totally do, you totally yeah. do. Um, okay, so this news of Disneyland Forward, which seems to be the topic du, uh, du jour. Um, yeah. Uh, so this actually dropped on uh, March 25th, and I know this because... I was traveling to North Carolina and on that day and on Thursday and my phone was in airplane mode the whole time. And by the time I got back to, by the time I got it synced up and everything, I had a litany of messages. Hey, what do you think about this? We think about this. And what are you guys even talking about? <laughs> and, um, and so I'm trying it's to so far fetched, right? Yes. Yeah, so far fetched. <laughs> and I saw the renderings. I go, Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. And luckily I had some downtime. I could sit there and read it and read it and process it. And then, um, and, and now I've been living with it for a week and a half, as we all have. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what, are you, what was your first thought on this? Well, I thought it was a bunch of BS. I'm like, there's no way this is true. This is like an mm. early April Fool's joke, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I saw someone um, on Twitter just type about it. And I'm like, I literally, like, I, I rolled my eyes probably and <laughs> kept on going with my day. And then um, I, I think I went into a meeting that was like a couple hours long. And when I got out of the meeting... I, I was scrolling through Twitter, as I always do, and I saw some concept art, and I'm like, hold the phone. <laughs> There's concept art. I'm like, this is a very elaborate April Fool's joke. Like, it kept going more and more. It was concept. No way, it's real. And what's even strange, Sam, it was concept art that you didn't do. Yeah, right? I wish I did it. That would be the dream. Are you kidding? Like, uh, any kind of uh, Disneyland expansion or extreme makeover for a Disney park Ooh. is like. Oh, my gosh, yeah. right? My jam. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I just didn't think it was real. And when I kind of read into it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of uh, legit, right? Because mm-hmm. it's from Disney. That's when I realized. I'm like, okay. But um, it reminded me of something from almost two decades ago. Man, I sound old. But right when DCA opened, mm-hmm. do you remember there's a website called thirdpark.com that came out that I, Disney put out? I do. This is very much like that. Yeah. Where it's trying to get the public excited about something that might be down the road and it's very vague they didn't have concept art mm-hmm. of this thing right right back then but you know they, they had a concept art for this time so it's like wow they're really trying to get people on board with this concept see i thought you were going to go the uh, westcott route on that when you when you said what this reminded you of well that too yeah that it reminded me of that as well yeah uh, it just it was it's just insane and one thing i have to say about that artwork it's like as beautiful as, as it is it's as vague as it is beautiful. Mm. You know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah. And there's a lot of misinformation going on with podcasts yeah. and other people that cover the park. Go, this is a brand new third gate. Look at what we're going to get. Yeah. We're going to get Wakanda. We're going to get this and that. And I go, hold the, hold the press here. I, I read, I began to read a lot of things because once I realized, like you say, I'm like, okay, this is for real. What are we going to get? And then I began to read all that. I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. Everybody hold the phone. Like, calm down. Pump the brakes. Let's give it a hard look here before people. And yeah, there was a lot of people. And I, I didn't Disney have to come out and like make a clarification. Like, no, this isn't that. It is that. I, I remember they, reading something like that. They might have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, it, they, they did a really good job at keeping the artwork vague, but still cool looking and exciting. But then giving like a taste of what it might be. Right. It might be. Yeah. Um, Tangled. It might be Neverland. Yeah. Which is cool because if you follow this stuff, you know that that's projects from Tokyo and, and other stuff around, you mm-hmm. know, the different Disney parks. Yeah. Um, it's very much like a Disney Springs, not Disney Springs, uh, Fantasy Springs type thing that Tokyo is mm-hmm. getting, right? Yes. But 
the the thing that really trips me out the most about it that caught me by surprise is the the whole new concept of expanding in Anaheim, right? Because mm-hmm. we assume that maybe someday we'll get a third park, and that's why I laughed it off. Because mm-hmm. especially after the pandemic, we know nothing like that could happen within the next ten years. I would assume, right? That's why I kind of brushed it off. Right. But this is like, not only is it not a, a third park, but the way they're doing it is really genius. I think by expanding California Adventure, expanding Disneyland. But my guess, this is total speculation that. The themes that they're going to pick for both expansions aren't going to relate back to the park they expanded from. I think they're going to they're going to relate to each other. Mm-hmm. Like it'll make sense that way. But if a ground plan, I, I think as far as operational and guest flow type of thought, looking at it, there's a second set of main entrances now. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I Did you guys see that where like the ESPN zone is and ESP, and, and AMC theaters <laughs> like. Those two expansion areas. Oh meet, yeah, and there's like ticket booths there now. Yeah, like you're right. An entrance. Yep, you're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now there's another like, image too that if you look at the other rendering, um, that's the the main the main one he's talking about. They'll keep going up. That. Oh, that one. Okay. So he's talking about right. Here, um, uh, We're looking at the rendering again. This is where he's talking about because yeah. So oh yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. we because we do know where the monorail loop is. So he's talking about right there. Correct. Yeah, that's not moving. So that's that's not moving. Yeah. kind of like you guess where everything's at. Yeah. Just that but, whole area. Before we get into all that, um, so what is your take on why this and why now? Well, um, you know, after the the Eastern expansion, well, the yeah. Eastern Gateway, yeah, that um, was kind of a, a little bit of a fiasco, right? Yeah. A little bit, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Combined with the hotel that they tried to build, right? They, that that kind of fell on its face too. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they they didn't seem to have a great relationship with the city but i think after like this awful year that everyone had i think maybe they kind of came together a little bit more and realized how much they need each other and like mm-hmm. let's try to let's try to sh- jumpstart anaheim's economy mm-hmm. you know, and this isn't going to be next year or anything no not at all it, it, you know I, I i was talking to um a friend about it and she was saying that she read it was two, it was 2023 that they were kind of like floating around. I'm like that seems way too soon, but maybe you know. Well, they're gonna. It, yeah, there's who like, knows. You know, that might be the next time we hear more information on it. Not like they would like start breaking ground on it, but I think no. it's like now's the chance to like get whatever zoning permits they need mm-hmm. to be in their favor. Yeah, that, that currently are not. Like you know, from what I understand is right now they could only build a parking lot in the symbol lot. They sure. can't build theme park right and now they're kind of trying to get it to be hey can we just build whatever we want to build in our, on our own property and which I think I, that's what they're trying to get I, I wish i would be like why the heck not yeah i mean seriously and i think they're gonna layer stuff i because it's not a humongous space right like each right. air each expansion on its own is not big enough to be a third park but together that could kind of be the size of a of a, of a third park but they're just using their smart they're, they're using their space really wisely think yeah. about it like like Alice in Wonderland on top of Mr. Toad's, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's probably going to be a lot of layering in this area just yeah. to get as much bang for their buck out of like the, the square footage that they actually have. Yep. But if you combine it with hotels, underground parking, yep. you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, that's what I think. Okay. Well, um, so you touched on two points that I do want to go back to real quick. And, 
they were the two points. Um, the first part was the Eastern Gateway project. Um, now, I I had mixed feelings about that, like two years ago when they announced it. I, and initially, I thought it was great, but then I felt a little bit of compassion for the people, the business owners on Harbor right there, like the McDonald's and Mimi's and and not Captain Kids Buffet, whatever that thing is, but that area. And these merchants, I mean, mm-hmm. they effect would have been uh, bypassed, right, by guests. Is that is that true or false? Well, there would be a bridge. I think they could have, like, yeah, the plan did have them go, like, guests would park behind those hotels and have a bridge that kind of, like, passed all that kind of stuff up. Yeah. I think they could have figured something out where, they're, where they wouldn't be. But then, then I think about the security, which was behind them as well. So mm-hmm. they couldn't have, like, an escalator right there to kind of, like, get in there. But maybe, they, maybe there could have been a, a sure. second security gate there. I figured, like, that kind of stuff could have been negotiated rather than just killing the whole thing. I agree. See, see I like the, the Eastern Gateway because, they're you know, they knock down the Carousel Inn. They'd have that bridge pathway kind of hug where Harbor House is and kind of go up to the main entrance that way, which means... DCA could expand all the way up to that, mm-hmm. which means that's a hell of a big show building right there. It is, yeah. yeah. That's a new, that's a new hotel, like a Hollywood themed hotel that, that's kind of like sticking into DCA right there as well. Yeah. Like there's a lot of stuff that you could do with that, but when this kind of all fell through, that well, now we now we, we just have the eastern gate, the eastern gate, the what is it, the East Esplanade turnaround. Yeah. Which yeah. I'd much rather have yeah. a, a big ride right there. Okay. No, yeah. I, and, and I remember, I remember when they were talking about the Eastern Gateway project. That that is exactly what we we're talking about. How uh, DCA could open that up, and then what what could we get there? I think a lot of people were talking about with the ordering of the um, the roller coaster, the mechanism, and the actual fabrication of the Tron roller coaster. They had ordered a couple, and like, hey, maybe it's going to go over there. I remember there was a lot of speculation around that time about what where it would go and that would be like maybe a cap ride if they didn't do that and i remember oh, all that going remember, yeah, remember like that. and that was all rolling around at the time and then then yeah then it all just kind of one day it felt like it just went boom and everything well, just yeah that's what blew happened. up yeah i think they were deciding on like where to put marvel in the in the into dca mm-hmm. and i think they were kind of like well do we put it in that that weird area where monsters inc is do we put it where Bugs Land is and expand that way. Like, how, what do we do? So I think that was kind of being dictated by what happens with the that that Eastern Gateway, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But and I, you know, obviously they landed on just you know redoing the Tower of Terror and kind of like just let's just keep Marvel right there. Mm-hmm. Side side note to that though is when you think about what themes would be appropriate for these two expansion areas, the first thing that came to mind was. Man, a Star Wars land and a Marvel land would have been really perfect right there. I wish rather mm-hmm. than shoehorning it into like mm-hmm. Disneyland and DCA, why oh, wouldn't we have like, these two small uh, mega lands? <laughs> like they yeah. can't. That, those themes make sense to be on their own and not connected to Disneyland and not yeah. connected to DCA, just as in a, a pathway to get there. But I really wish that could have happened. But the, in the long run, the, the themes that they're kind of like dangling in front of us mm-hmm. that might happen. They're fantasy land type attractions and lands, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I think that's very telling on Fantasyland's future. Like maybe when they did when they were thinking of like a Fantasyland expansion, maybe Storybook Land and Casey Jr. are safe 
from here on out. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? like, yeah. It could be. I'm sure there was thought. There had to have been talk. I mean, I've, I've drawn up some stuff just for fun. Right, yeah. right. How would I expand? Remember that? I yes. do. So I'm like, That's I don't I found want you. to lose Casey Jr. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. But um, I think it, it makes me feel better about that. Those things, those classic areas staying as yeah. is. Yeah. But more importantly, I, I hope this makes them uh, decide on what to do with Tomorrowland sooner than rather than later. Uh, you know that I hadn't even thought of that, but I, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, because that if they move forward here and they continue to move forward with this, then we are going to that that whole area of Tomorrowland is now uh, what do you even what do you call it now? I mean, it, it is weird. It has fallen future world. Yeah, but but yeah, they need to figure out what they're going to do there, and we we've, we've been talking about that for probably three or four years now on this show. Tomorrowland, yeah, Tomorrowland, like for as long as the show's been on. Yeah, we've been, we've been talking yeah. about like what are they going to do, and now we're on like year five, and and nothing. We've gotten near. Oh, they they took out the French fries. Oh yeah, cool, and they and they put up you know yeah they put up. I never heard them called French fries until they were taking them out. Taking them <laughs> I also agree. Oh yeah, it never no. bothered me. But I, it sounds like everyone everyone's happy that they're gone. It well, reminded we, me of Disneyland Paris, so I didn't mind it. Okay, I think we called the funnel of death right there too. Yeah, because everybody got funneled in there, and one of our one of our friends of the show actually made a shirt that said "Funnel of Death" for that oh, area right now, there. On Astro Buter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hopefully, what I'm speaking of Tomorrowland. What I hope they do is, like, honestly, level it, level all of Tomorrowland except for Space Mountain and and rebuild it from scratch. Because Tomorrowland 98 was just a paint job from mm-hmm. to Tomorrowland 67. And even Tomorrowland 67 reused those two main buildings from, you know, Inner Space and Circle Vision. Mm-hmm. There's part of those structures that are from 55. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's true. It's not, it's not a museum. I think if you could do something really cool and high tech there and... And make it make it awesome. Go for it. Yeah, and like, you know, hung up on it. Yeah, and, and I I couldn't agree more. I mean, we're at, we're in an age where I feel the that land could be something amazing with where we are. I mean, to go IRL real quick. I mean, look at what we're doing with look look at what like Elon Musk is doing. I mean, oh, talk yeah. about Mars and, and lunar land and, and landers and and he, you know I'm I'm sitting there at work on the background I have my phone on and I'm watching him launch and test rockets and I'm like, how are how am I here looking at this thing? You know, before it was only you know the government that could launch a rocket. Now we're watching a private entity do that. I'm talking about hey, we're gonna sell passage into you know into in the space pretty soon if you want to get on there. And you're like, how's Tomorrowland so behind? I don't that, know. Oh my god! What if Disney got Elon to kind of help design the new Tomorrowland? Ooh, everything has Tesla everywhere. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, think about this. Here's the sad—not to bum everyone out, but if you think about it, the rocket rod tracks have been abandoned in plain sight mm-hmm. yep. for almost two decades. Yeah, I feel that a little... is a, that is a third of the entire time Disneyland's been open. Almost. almost. Oh, yeah, you're right, man. So you're... it's just. That something's got to happen. Something's yeah. happen. Um, before we get to that, but we had the other point I wanted to talk about, besides Eastern Gate, what you brought up was that failed um, four-star hotel that was right there in downtown yeah. Disney. And um, I, for one, am happy that failed. Me too. Um, I just, I, I feel that sometimes TDA misses the mark on who exactly their target audience is. Like I know you you live I think within ten miles of the park, so you staying on property is probably nothing that you ever think about. Maybe special occasion or something you guys do, but 
I wish. Yeah, but 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 a family of four or whatever, they're talking about a four-star hotel. Yeah. Who 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 can beyond that? It, it was like a what, five diamond. It was like this ridiculous yeah. classification that made the Grand Californian just going to go down a notch. Too. Yeah. Right. So do you sometimes think that they missed the mark on this stuff? Well, you know what? I, I, I think it about, about it this way is what that was is if you notice that they never really gave a name of that hotel, it was just right. like luxury Disney resort. Yes. Right next to the Disneyland Hotel, right? <laughs> yeah. And if, and if you look at a map of it, it's like a V shape, right? If you think about what that old, yep. the, the the concept art of that, what that hotel was supposed to look yeah. like. It was like a V. That's Trader Sam's right there. Okay, sorry. My He's... thought my thought would be that they didn't give the name to it because it was the new Disneyland Hotel. Oh. Like if they were going to have a, a super luxurious resort on property, they need to make sure that the best hotel on property is called the Disneyland Hotel. Yep. So I think they would have, oh, this is like my wishful thinking, but I really wish they would have leveled those three old towers next to it. Ooh. Dude. I said it. You said <laughs> it, but man, it. don't you feel the Disneyland Hotel is steeped in history as much as the park? No. Okay. You know what? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know what? Walt didn't build it. Jack, what, Jack Rather? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Jack Rather did. Yeah. Like it, I, here's the thing. Now that we're talking about building these immersive worlds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on galaxy's edge level right in this whole area that block right from mm-hmm. catella all the way up to the the making friends park parking structure mm-hmm. you're telling me that you want to see uh, uh these buildings these big rectangles sticking out in the middle of these themed areas like say like you're going to be in the middle of wakanda and you turn around and there, here's like the 60s building well looking at you you know, it, go back. Going back, sightline was important before. I, I get that, but I think you know the one thing that kind of eliminated sightline. I mean, sightline we all know was super important in the creation of the park, um, but now I think that has kind of gone to the wayside, uh, especially with DCA. I mean, I, I I get your point, but I don't think they they have that priority in their mind. I'm like, yeah. Well, well, they did for Galaxy's Edge. That was a big deal. In fact, I think they made the whole look of it based off Thunder Mountain because they knew you'd see that. Like that mm. was really yeah dictating a lot. Yeah, but, but I you mean, know, you might be right. I mean, you know, like for DCA, the 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 berm wasn't super important because they you know you're looking out to the real world, which is California. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like an easy way out of that. But when they built Cars Land, the berm was very important because they needed to block out those power lines. Mm-hmm. So that's why if you look at the concept art on the um, on the new stuff for the Disneyland Forward stuff, there's a lot of rock work in that. There which is. Tells me that they're they're spending the money to make that a berm. They're spending money to make sure that you feel like you're immersed. But the problem is, you're as, as immersed as you are, then you're going to just look around and see the Paradise Pier Hotel. That just doesn't look like anything I want to see in there. So, I, and this is like the bigger thing. It's not just so much the sight lines. You you don't have many chances for free land to expand these parks into you're right i'd much, I'd much prefer a clean slate creatively rather than being like okay well sorry you got this building from the 70s here and you have this <laughs> this other building and like trust me i love trader sam's i don't want that to go anywhere yeah. no but when i you know and but like that's why i'm like i'm not as glued to it because it's not what it used to be even though they did fix it up a lot it's still like these three big rectangles and when you look at like how amazing the resorts are in Walt Disney World, yeah, it's not even close to that. It's, I don't know, and I'm, I'm just not, um, I'm not, 
I don't think anything should really be off the table if you're talking like what what makes this park, what makes the resort as good as it possibly could be. You know, there's things I don't want to touch. Obviously, I would never touch the castle. and I don't want to touch the Matterhorn. And that's like why I said for Tomorrowland. Yeah. Keeps it down, mm-hmm. level everything else. You know, like it's, <laughs> I think, you know, I, we can't pretend what Walt would have wanted, but I, I think he would prefer us to not treat it like a museum and just to kind of like, What's next? How can we make this as, as killer as possible? Yeah, you know, the, the that is, I think, the debate that always begins when, you know, new ideas come into the park from different people is the argument about Walt. And and for me, I always kind of go, well, yeah, maybe, but we're never going to know. And, you know, you kind of have to... And I've noticed in having many, many, many a discussion about people, well, that isn't what Walt would do, or that is what would Walt, Walt yeah, would no be okay with that. that. And I always kind of go, and I always find it interesting because it always comes from that person's perspective. And I go, so you're using your perspective to argue for Walt. Okay, I get it. We gotcha. all do it. I've yeah. done it. Yeah. So I, I do find that interesting. And, and you know, I, I can't disagree with you completely about that. I, I think you have to strike the balance between um, history and paying homage and i think disney for the most part has done that they'll pay homage in some little tiny way if they've gone through and, and move i mean when i mean we're talking about what they did with uh when indy with i mean they have the uh it was the eeyore parking lot i think is in there i mean the sign is still tucked away yeah little tiny like touches like that when the Pooh has country bears in it yeah and i mean weird little things like that and uh, that's kind of cool but you know i don't know I, i'm i keep on looking as we're talking i keep on looking at the uh, at the at the concept art and i and i can't you're talking, I'm like, man, you know, as much as that, that knee-jerk reaction, like, yeah, drop those buildings. I'm like, oh. And then I'm looking, I'm like, but he, he's not wrong. <laughs> no, he's not he, wrong. He's not wrong. Well, and part he, of that is I just watched a video of the Grand Hotel demolition. I'm like, see, let's yeah. see that over there. <laughs> and I know it's, it, it, trust me, you're not the only person to think that might be sacrilegious of like, oh, yeah. you can't get rid of that, right? Yeah. Right. But it just goes back to like, okay, we don't have a lot of space. We're not Florida. Mm-hmm. We really have to use every square foot as best we can. Like what is best for the resort to make it awesome? And I don't think it's really keeping those three old towers plus that new DVC unit. If going back to Westcott, like mm-hmm. I always do, yeah. um, Westcott had hotels worked into the new attractions, right? right? You could actually stay in the park. And that's that kind of went on to live in DCA with the Grand Californian. You're right. But, what, but if you look at old maps and like grand plans of Westcott, they would have, you know, these different, you know, themed areas to the, to the, around the world. But, like, those are all hotel rooms. All those windows above the theme park are hotel rooms. So why couldn't you do that for this? So say you have a Neverland hotel. That sounds kind of cool, yeah. right? Or, like, maybe your hotel is Wakanda. Like, there's some really cool cool things you could do with that that's just so much better than that. those three big rectangles. I don't know. More so with the Paradise Pier Hotel. That that just sticks out like a sore thumb too, especially oh, with, yeah. with Plus, we don't even have a Paradise Pier anymore, so that's yeah. that is that's another thing that irks me. Yeah, no, and, and, and I can't. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue that because I have zero like any kind of connection to Paradise Pier. Yeah, like, that, that that could drop tomorrow. I'd be like, okay. Like not yeah. not a tear would come out of my eye, or not not even a sniffle. It should be. Think, wasn't that the old Pan Pacific or something? Hotel? Yeah. 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 yeah, they used to have an amazing view of the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad it was there because I've been going through all my videos for my YouTube channel. Uh-huh. And I've been finding all this cool stuff is when I would go there and rent a room. And then I would videotape the DCA construction. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing stuff when, when it's – I have uh, one one set of footage that's literally like 
you can see all the parking lot like lamps, lampposts lying down because they just took them down. Oh, and they're, already, they're starting to dig up the asphalt. It's like, wow, it's just crazy. Wow. See, that's well, the history I like. The, it's the progress. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Building the resort, you know. Well, you know, the one thing that I can I can say about this is that I'm kind of I'm I'm excited for. I mean, for a lot of things, but you know, rolling out after the year that we've been through, mm-hmm. the the and then having the the failure before of of the Eastern Gateway project, and then and then the uh, you know the four star hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, now that to me signaled before that Disney was continuing to try to look forward and and continue to um, look for things to improve overall. Yeah. This coming out of for me out of nowhere, and I kind of and it, I'm excited because especially out of coming out of the year, that means that they're not stopping. They took the year of the COVID shenanigans, as I'm calling them, and and we're we're coming to a spot where they want to like I think kind of springboard out and go look. We know we've all been through a tough year. Let's move forward, and this is what we want to do. So I yeah. appreciate the timing that they're doing with it right now. We have good news with the park, you know, reopening. Finally, we have these things to be positive about, and I think uh, this is one of the other things that they're using it as to kind of build momentum for for the next, you know, five to ten years easily. If not, I, I, I'm kind of the thought. I think they may go into overdrive um, and and try to push as much as they can out. Um, well, they can't they, as quick as they, they can. can't until they get approval from the city. Well, I know, but which is why I think. I think they'll get that. Oh, oh I think I, they I will think they too, will. because this last year proved the city of Anaheim that okay, this is like this is the what is the frame the golden the gold the golden goose the golden the, goose, the golden goose yeah. sorry golden hand whatever the golden goose yeah, yeah. It, it really it is yeah well I mean Definitely. yeah you, you think about it the the city of Anaheim and Orange County and and Disney all kind of united against and try to push back into the uh, with the closures and I'm I remember when that happened I kind of went. You know, this might be the seventh sign when when all these government agencies that and, and, the, the and Disney, where they 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 aren't always getting along, and here they all joining behind. You know, uh, trying to get reopened. So I think you know, again, looking at the year that we've had of the pandemic, that the, the Anaheim is going to be incentivized to look, like let that go and let it roll and get it moving mm-hmm. because they need to revitalize the city really, really badly. Um, you know, convention center, all the, the, the hospitality and everything has been really decimated by this. It just seems that the, the timing of it boils down to, you know, they're going to strike while the iron's hot. Right? Yeah. Like if they've always wanted this, now's the chance to do it. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think that's why it's fast-tracked. Yep. Uh, and it's very well, this might not happen for 10 years. Right? I agree. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that they might not be able to get this kind of rezoning call out later. So let's try to do this now. Yeah, sure. Um, but at the same time, I think Bob Chapek's trying to, you know, make his mark and, mm-hmm. and do some big wow factors too. So this might be maybe like something pushed by him to kind of like, Hey, let's, let's, what can he do? Cause Bob Iger did so much, mm-hmm. you know, Iser did a ton. Bob Iger did. Yeah. Bob Iger's amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that he, I think it might be Chapek trying to like, uh, you know, submit his kind of legacy yeah. with uh, with Disneyland Resort too. I want to go back to one thing you said about the 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 fancy hotel that didn't happen, right? Yeah, I think I think they obviously they do a ton of research, and I think that they know that up until the pandemic, the Grand Californian is 
pretty expensive, right? What is it, 700 bucks a night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's the occupancy rate was probably almost always sold out. So there's people that are down to pay that much right. for that itself. Then they're, I think they're trying to up the ante going, okay, well, let's see what's the next level that mm-hmm. they could do, uh, which, which I don't know if that means that Grand California would actually go down or not to like allow other people, other budgets to kind of say that <laughs> I too. Doubt I, doubt that. I doubt they would have. I doubt they would have. I thought about that while I was spitting it out. No, but, well, um, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I hear you going on that. But I do think that there is a, a – they want to cater to those folks that spend a lot of money right? because they spend a ton of money. And if, if those hotel rooms are full, they're, they're thinking about how much revenue they can make off it. I don't think they would build it if, if they didn't think that they would have like a similar occupancy rate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that. It's yeah. just, yeah, I don't know. I guess I was mostly frustrated with that because the Grand Californian is so crazy expensive and just yeah. uh, how much more can they push on them? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I think they should balance it by having something that is, not necessarily like all-star level, but something a little <laughs> bit more moderate. Yeah, right. Yeah, for and, sure. Because that's when I think about a hotel on the East Esplanade area, I think about there's a hotel at Tokyo Disneyland called the Ambassador Hotel. Mm-hmm. It has a very cool Art Deco Hollywood vibe. That would be really cool to have as in the Hollywood section of, of DCA. You know, it's weird to think that wow, DCA might have two hotels that are like linked to the park, but why not? Like, and it serves as another berm by having like that yeah. kind of tower and yep. you know. The more Art Deco, the better, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I have, I'm not going to complain about that. Oh, so since we're on this design, what's well, is I guess what we're talking about in general, anyways. What are your thoughts on um, what it looks like from the? Let's talk about Disneyland real quick. The Disneyland side of things, it looks like it's coming right out of Crit- Critter Country, right past like mm-hmm. um, Pooh's Corner. I'm guessing mm-hmm. is from the from the artist's rendering here. Yeah, I think it's a pathway right there. And that goes right into, and of course I looked on Google Earth or Maps or whatever to see if if that was actually feasible. And of course it is feasible. Uh, They wouldn't have done it if it wasn't. Um, So what's your thoughts on Disneyland expanding versus one whole third gate? Do do, Do you think there's like a psychological thing where they go... Okay, TDA is thinking there's a guest that's going to go. If there's a third gate, we we can get these guys in here for another full day or full two days because they're not going to be able to see everything. Or, I, my speculation is that even though they're not building a third gate, I think they're going to find a way to charge as if it is a third gate, even though it's an expansion of mm-hmm. existing parks. Because if you think about it, when Harry Potter opened up at Universal in Florida, and when Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened up here. There was an assumption that it was its own theme park and people were ready to, you know, open up their wallets and go. And right. They had to, and then they realized, oh, wait, it's part of Disneyland. Oh, okay. And they put their wallet away. So <laughs> I think it's almost like they, it's almost like, and especially if they do stuff that's like um, magic bands or, you know, the way they do tickets now is it's a lot different. It's a lot. A lot more seamless, right? I think they're they're gonna find a way to to, to have guests pay to get into those areas. I, I would think. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think you're right on that. It just seems to me, um, I don't know. I mean, do you like having Disneyland do that extend over there into that section, or would you rather it didn't do that? I think it's more of a, a pathway. Than expansion because it's not another it's not going to be another land and that's why that's the hardest thing is we don't know what they're building over there. We, no, we don't and, absolutely not. And I, and I and 
going back to what I said earlier is I think that the themes that they pick aren't necessarily going to relate to Disneyland or DCA. They're going to relate to something on their own or to each other. Basically like a Fantasy Springs type vibe going all the way across or, but I don't think it's because they're not going to expand the California theme into DCA's expansion. I think that is going to stay in DCA. Like why would they have another California area to be hung up on? But and especially when you see the artwork, it's like Neverland or something. It is, but so you you don't think there's going to be some IP that they haven't used yet in in Disney's that they're going to port over well, to it here? It seems like it's all Fantasyland type stuff, right? Yeah. Like anything kind of like like dangled in front of us. It's it's Frozen. It's that kind of stuff. It's stuff that they didn't want to like. They don't want to level yeah. Disneyland proper, right. so they want to build it out there. So it's it's almost a little redundant as like its own Fantasyland. So that's that's the hard part. It's like how do you how do you make the themes make sense? You, you know, it's okay. almost like yeah, it's so it's it's really challenging right there. Yeah. So so whatever this third area is, you you think from Disneyland to DCA in that in those sections, you 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 think that's all going to be related to itself, and then but independent of DCA and Disneyland. Yeah, because okay, I, I'm trying to wrap my brain around it. And I, think yeah, I know, right? To have it make sense. Uh huh. It just doesn't make sense to have it, the theme, tie back to the park it came from. More so, right. Disneyland could have it tie back because it's Disneyland. But something like California Adventure, I just can't picture a more California Adventure across the street. I think it would be really limiting to those themes. Because even right now, they're like, how do we make this work in a California park, right? They, right like, some right. people say they've given up on that. But like, I, I think the California theme is still good and it's strong, mm-hmm. but it should stay on that side of Disneyland Drive. And I think if they want to explore it, that's what's so neat about it is they're they're using their limited footprint so wisely and they're not they're just giving they're giving people what they want, right? Here's the most popular IPs that they have. Yeah. You want to go to Neverland? Cool. Here's Neverland. Here's here's something from Tangled, here's Frozen. I don't know what the other ones are either. Well, we don't know any of them, but, but as man, far as the ones that they showed, they did talk about Zootopia. Yeah. They, well, that I mean that section that is over by dca i mean boy that that looks pretty interesting i i'm looking at a picture now i can't get my mind around what that is is that the neverland stuff it it might be neverland or moana it looks like either one it could be either one yeah i see i want to walk around there like right now what's going on and and look at the look at the the gateway from dca into there it looks like you go under a bridge under something a walkway into some yeah. sort of forest area mm-hmm. and whatever it's those shield buildings moved. you know what i mean it's not like it's right up against it there's a, right. enough of like a transition trail to get you to that new area to where i think that it's okay if it's a brand new theme it's almost like we're just going to jam pack as much cool stuff as we can here <laughs> sure and and i'm okay with that like i don't think it really i, I actually don't want it to be expanded dca i think it'd be really weird and a bad idea well, yeah, and, and, and looking at the concept, I mean, they already did that with uh, Galaxy's Edge. You know, you walk a certain, you know, length in, and you already lose track of where you're coming from, and it completely changes you or uh, transforms you and carries you to Galaxy's Edge. So I don't yeah. see why they wouldn't do I, I agree with you completely. I don't see why they would not do the identical thing right here because it looks like, looking at again, looking at the, uh, at the concept, it would be perfect right there. It's almost like I could picture... Um you need a certain wristband to get in there or you need a certain magic band or your your alarm starts going off. Like they're going to make sure, I think they're going to separate. I don't think it's just like, all right, for the same price of the ticket, 
Now here's like another third of the park they expanded. And right. <laughs> or, and, the, or they'll use it as a reason to, again, raise the ticket price. Because now you're going to be like, hey, you know, you know, I, I think we've talked about it before. When you look at the, a breakdown of what you spend to get in the park and the overall value, it is a high value ticket. Even though you are paying much more up front, you're getting a lot out of it. So I wouldn't, I mean, I see your point, but I would not be surprised if they just go, okay, now we're going to raise an overall ticket price by X amount yeah. of dollars and go like, hey, and, and now they can literally point at that and go like, that is why. Look how much more we're now giving you for your dollar. So I, I, I can see them working that both ways. But Either I don't way, know. Yeah. Someone's going to pay for it. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's not, even though it's not a third park, yeah. no. they're going to charge as if it is. Yep. You yeah. Know. They I could don't think ease. The prices are going to double, but no, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think maybe they'd go like, "Hey, we're going to raise it like forty bucks." So like, you know, a, a daily pass is going to be like one eighty. You know, boarding on two hundred bucks. Oh and, yeah, and, oh, that's coming anyways. Yeah, man, I know, and and I don't, I don't uh, see why if they when when in fact if they get all of that done, that I would be more like okay. But I get it because look how much more we have going on, and then the other thing that I, I think is great is it would it will further incentivize people to have a multiple days in the park. I mean, yep. we already, we already go. I mean, we, when we go, I'm there three days. I, I, I maximize every, uh, you know, every hour in my day to get as much as I can. And that would make it even more. And then, and even maybe even try to incentivize me to stay a little bit more on property because then I'd be much closer to everything that's going on. I can kind of use You're it as in a little, the magic. Udi. You're staying in the uh, magic. Yeah, staying in the magic. And, and then, I, you know, it could be more of a hub, of where I'm moving from and sure. going in and out. So, I mean, yeah, I I can, man, so many different ways to go with it. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. You know what's cool to think about is, like, I think they want most folks to come from the Mickey and Friends and the Pixar parking structures. So picture you hop on the tram and you're, you're, get, you're riding down that little pathway, then you, you get off. You're, you, with this plan, you can either make a left and go to Disneyland and DCA, mm -hmm. the classic Esplanade area, or you can make a right and you could enter the resort, the theme parks mm -hmm. on that side now, which is mind blowing. Mm -hmm. That is mind blowing, right? The real game changer. Like they really were wise, I think, about about expanding that way. And um, well, we haven't even gotten to the the Toy Story lot area. No, we haven't yet. But but let's just you know on this map, just real quick. It it looks to me like in this the artist rendering and then the overhead view of the of the plan it looks like downtown disney's like two-thirds of it is gone yeah well the, um, or am i looking at it wrong no i think you're right everything passed well it's kind of gone already isn't it well <laughs> they, they shut every they shut espn zone down and now rainforest is like a star wars store but but amc's just sitting there but if that whole area would be a new a new esplanade for the two entrances. Yeah, but if we look at the monorail loop, we where it's looking now. I I know where the Rainforest Cafe is right to the right of it. It's if we, if we if we look down under the faded image here, it's there's nothing there. I mean, you you see monorail track and you see like a street. You don't see any buildings. So yeah, I think that that's like a new it's like a new esplanade. It's a new face to face park entrances. Oh, okay. From what, that's what I've gathered, especially from the um, the ground plan site. You could tell it looks like there's ticket booths over there too. Y yeah, like a place to enter. Yep. Which is really cool for Flow. Like they want you to have, they want you to pay for access See to all this, this stuff. Mm -hmm. There's so no it's not like Disney right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's like Critter Country. It's no longer a dead end. That's a path that you could actually walk around into 
yeah. picture being able to walk into like eventually into DCA from Critter Country, which is a, yeah. it's gonna be a big loop. Ah, that's so crazy, that kind of, right? Like, yeah, that, I love be, it. Well, you know, and then but if they did that, then you know, then I think that lends a lot more credence to your idea that they're gonna have to wind up where you're gonna delineate where you're gonna pay. Because now, you know, we have the Esplanade a clear line of, like, if you're going to go here, you got to pay to get in there. So, yeah, I mean, that, that is definitely going to burn that line. Because, when you yeah, when you look at it, again, like that over, overhead one, um, yeah, definitely. It looks like you will walk all the way around. Or you will be able to make one I, big I massive I think there loop. might even be, like, a not necessarily, like, a turnstiles, but <laughs> some kind of ticket entrance yeah. to go to that area. They're going to make sure that, that. you... Paid the right ticket to, to go have access, to go through there. Yeah. Um, Kristen Carr from Nostalgia, um, her handle is the happiest club on earth. When we were talking about this, she was saying that it's, um, oh, how did she put it? It's like the International Gateway at Epcot. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like a, it's still a park entrance. It's just on the side in a way. And it's just pay to access, right? You're going to pay yeah. to play to go mm-hmm. to all these areas. Whether it's that or whether they double the price of, a ticket, which I, I don't know. I, I could see him maybe doing that, but I, I still think like you're, you're going to pay to go to these new areas. Uh, okay, so let's go talk about this Toy Story lot. Um, something clever came out of this uh, the other day, and someone online had d- did the square footage. How many are like the acres of this place? Did, did you know that it's roughly the same as DCA? I looked it up too. Yeah, and he um, and he wasn't wrong, right? He was correct. Well, you know. DCA opened, it was 55 acres. Oh, okay. And the, toy, the Toy Story lot, as of now, I believe, is 72 acres. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if the way I would like ideal, ideally like it is if you had the entire corner, right? I know they just built a Walgreens and some new hotels right there. But if they were yeah. to get the entire corner, um, they could get up to like 90 acres right there. That's humongous. But what they were looking like doing down there in the, in the artwork that they released was it's a Disney Springs kind of model yes but, but with hotels mixed into it yes yeah and they specifically mentioned which is the uh, other picture uh, of, what's it called yeah. the, indiana, the indiana jones bar um chalk Lindsay's. oh so yeah that yeah, type yeah. of stuff like that it's it's not like more downtown disney it's like have you the, been to that bar theme restaurants i didn't get to partake but when i was there my last trip in january i had to walk in there i took a look at it how was it's it pretty cool that's cool it looks awesome yeah i love the stuff on the wall i could have looked in Looked on the walls for a while there. Is it a restaurant? Or, than I thought. Is it a restaurant? It's a restaurant bar. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it's it's in the area that was part of the original Pleasure Island. I, I'm not sure which building it took okay. over, but. Well, so Toy Story parking lot here. Um, so what do you what do you think of the artist rendering of that? I mean, what what is your take of what's going on there? Do you think it's a, it's like a Disney Springs or is that like a lodging like meeting I facility? Think it's Disney, it, I think it's Disney Springs with. With hotels, I think it's Orange County's um, Americana or the Grove. That it's it's going to be cool enough on its own. Downtown Disney is there because it it's it's it happens to be there. I say it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like the yeah. Uh, ex, it's an exit to the gift shop type of like s- setup where you mm-hmm. either on your way to Disneyland. It's not a destination, even though we all went there like it was when during the pandemic. Sure. But like it's it's you're traveling through it. This, on the other hand, would be more of a destination, not just because you have hotels there, but you have, like, you know, just a really cool atmosphere of, like, the lagoon, some cool eateries, maybe some theater-type stuff, just entertainment-type of restaurant and 
Americana. I don't know if you've been up there in Glendale, but that's always a passage. Um, but there's the, the Americana and the Grove. It's just, it's the new kind of shopping district where it's, it's you know, malls are kind of dead. Even mm -hmm. like the concept of a city walk or downtown Disney, it's kind of old news. Like Disney Springs is like the primo example of like a modern crowds area where they want to be okay and spend money you know i th i think it's a great idea because there's really not enough room to do that with downtown disney and it doesn't really serve the it's too hard to get to yeah this on the other hand is will be a little bit easier for non-resort guests to access i think it's gonna be a, a big local hangout it just it's it, like that new wow place that you gotta take someone there and you don't have to pay all this money to get in here no and you'll it's pay, you'll pay it for dinner when you're there but you don't have to pay to get in and it's um it's proximity to the convention center right it's, oh that's it's, huge yeah and and angel stadium think about that like gene autry way dumps right there yeah you know, oh, does it i see I don't, I don't know where that is in comparison to everything i've never been to that stadium so it's just uh, it must be south i guess of that what's what's kind of cool is Angel Stadium is talking about having some expansion too. Yeah. To do like, um, it almost looks like a river walk. I don't know if they're still having that, but like okay. they're building up all the area that currently is parking lot and making it like something similar to that. So it's almost, it, the amount of growth in Anaheim is just yeah. insane right now with all it, these concepts. Okay. So, so what's to become of the Pumba parking lot? I think that has to be a structure. You think so? Yeah. I think it has to be another structure. I think they'll have some kind of bridge entrance that will probably work with the locals on the Harbor Boulevard right there. I think they, they knew that they don't want to like, you know, leave them in, in the dark okay. by like having everyone skip over them. I don't think they necessarily want that. Right. But they were trying to think of like, how do we utilize our space? We own this property over there. Yeah. Let's get people in here. And I think they, they didn't go for it, right? The, the locals. They didn't go for it. Um, but I do think that with Garden Walk right there, Garden Rock's going to be thriving too because that's going to be mm -hmm. a big thoroughfare to mm -hmm. get to this, this Springs area. So like everyone wins, right? Is that is that like a okay? Um, is that a reasonable walk from like? Yep. Is it? Yep. I, I think so. I mean, I would walk from Toy Story lot to Disneyland often, and I didn't mind doing that. I have made that walk by Garden Walk um, because the hotel, the Motel Six that I go, I walk right by it. Oh, do you? On the way in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Walk, I mean, right by it. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it probably about a 10-minute walk before you get there, roughly, depending on how you how quick you want to move. Okay. But yeah, for me, I mean, it was a 10-minute walk. I had no problem. Yeah, very easily accessible. Yeah. We but, could do a, a, a lot of talking about Garden Walk. Um, sure. But up until recently, they just, they just opened up the hotels, where hotels were supposed to be part of it from the very beginning, mm -hmm. and they never happened. So the mall was dying because, like, there's no mall there. Like, there's no hotel there. Mm -hmm. But now that they have, like, the JW Marriott and I think another one, too, and there's even, like, on the, on the parking structure for Garden Walk, there's still rebar sticking out of the pylons because they want to build another hotel on top of the structure there. Is and that they haven't done it yet. Is that, like, where that, that new Westin Hotel is going? It might be. I think – is it a new one? or Oh, oh are you thinking of um, – that's the one by behind California Screaming. Yeah. Sorry, in Credit Coast. Yeah, that one. Yeah, but it basically it's like another cool rooftop bar around yeah. Anaheim. That oh like, yeah, grab a drink and watch fireworks. So that's it. Yeah, the more the merrier. Sure, yeah. sure. But they do need to build some bridges. That's the thing too. Like, I don't bridges. want all these families crossing streets right around here. Yeah, no, I agree. It it it, it is always sketchy when you're walking across having that 
that see of people going and trying to run lights you and know, walk and people don't care. Yeah, Sammy, it's it's too bad they don't have any any sort of concept or di- like design of like a, I don't know like an elevated people transporter. <laughs> that they like can, something, that, something that moves people. Yeah, yeah I mean, I know, right? gosh, I wonder they, they they need to get their top men on that. I it's too bad they don't have that technology in their in their in, their, in their quiver. I love. I would love to have a new people mover. However, the Skyliner at Disney World is a total game changer. I wouldn't mind Skyliner over here. Why is it a game kind of changer? Purpose. Oh my gosh, to be able to get from Hollywood Studios to Epcot and it looks, you know, it looks I don't great. know how far that is. It looks great. Oh my gosh. Well, it's just it, it, that's that's the toughest part about Disney World because everything's kind of far away from each other. Okay. And then especially like if you're at one of the hotels like beforehand, it was like, you know, um, Pop Century, Animation, Art of Animation Hotel, and then Caribbean Beach, now Riviera. They all have Skyliner stations. So that, like that's, that's a, to me, it's good as a monorail stop. Oh. You're, it's so easy just to hop on these skyways, and it just zips you to like either Epcot or to Hollywood Studios, and hopefully oh. they expand that, and then you can take it to Animal Kingdom, right? It's kind of like the new monorail. Okay. And it's just really just a sufficient way to transport a ton of people. And it looks really cool because... Everywhere you go, there's a Skyliner just going everywhere. Nice. Okay. Um, I'm down with I that. I wouldn't mind having that there. Um, even more so if you wanted to have like a – because that's what's cool about a Skyliner. It's not just like the old Skyway that was Tomorrowland to Fantasyland, this one straight way. Hmm. This thing makes left turns, right turns. It has stations where you get off and get on another one to go <laughs> okay. to the right hotel. Like if you really wanted uh, to do a it, transfer? Right, you, could okay. have it, you could have it go to Angel Stadium if you wanted to. Do you know what I mean? I think this whole thing could really connect – um, the Arctic, the convention center, it could convent, uh, you know, connect the resort, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Like there's a lot of uh, opportunity with the Skyliner, I think. Yeah. Okay. Now that you've, you've sold me on it. Uh, <laughs> no, I have, I just, yeah. I know that there is a workaround for this. They, um, and then know they have the technology that they can do that. Um, right on. So we're looking at about probably 10 years before we see any <laughs> inkling of this, right? Is that what your guess is? I'm going to go. Yeah, I think I think the next thing we hear about it will be it actually going to like something for the city approval. Like that's yeah. the next thing that we hear. And honestly, who knows when that that could be even like a year from now, right? Okay. They're gonna they're gonna they're get the whole town and all the Disney nerds excited about it, which I am. I'm yeah. stoked. I'm stoked. Um, and then then they get the city to buy off and go, yeah, zone whatever you want to zone, and then. Um, then they have it in their back pocket. Then they know, like, okay, well, when do we really want to do this? And it, it might be like five years from then. Well, we just you, don't know. Well, you know, and and under normal conditions, I would agree. But I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a fire. The, the the closure of the park for the year and everything we've gone through. I think there's going to be a, a significant fire lit under a lot of people to get projects like this moving because everything that this brings is nothing but positivity. So we're talking yeah. Disney brand, we're talking about jobs, jobs. we're jobs. talking about, you know, careers. money coming careers. Careers, I might add, not just jobs. Yeah, careers and everything you got going on, it is nothing but a win-win. And being that, again, like Anaheim being the the type of town it is, it needs that kind of rejuvenation. So I... Orange I, County needs it. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, so, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people are going to be highly incentivized uh, on every level to begin moving forward quickly. And I think Disney, if they're if they're smart, which I've been questioning them lately, but no, I'm not going to go there. They are. If they're they're smart with it, they're going to 
push. I think they need to push. I think uh, I think part of the reason why they unveil this and are showing it is to get the people moving and then have that further in their back pocket as evidence like, hey, this is going to be a huge, massive success and a win-win for everybody. So anybody having a problem with it, let's figure it out real quick and get moving on it. That's the way I feel. Maybe it's a little I bit of... right. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are going to be really amped and they're they're looking for positive um positivity hope. Hope. and hope yeah and right here i mean i saw this and i instantly like like everybody we got super excited yeah like, i got I, yeah i got into a panic yeah. like, <laughs> what, what's going on i got overload yeah yeah so I, I i that is the way i feel i think they're gonna everybody's gonna be highly incentivized and we may hear we may be hearing about how quickly they want to move forward because we all know that when entities get together and they're all on the same page and they want to move forward, they can. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like this might be that, that nice, unique, little, uh, perfect storm of all these different factors coming together to have a bunch of different people who may not have always agreed or been long, or been a long fight to, to come to a point of consensus. That may all go away, and this may be moving a lot quicker. Maybe it's a little bit of optimism bias, maybe, sure, but hey, I'm, I'm going to go with it. You know, it seems like some kind of expansion that Tokyo would do, right? And I'm, I'm hopeful that, because the way Japan spends money, the, o, the OLC out there, it's like their return on investment is a different kind of time frame than what we're used to. I feel like they want, they want to make their money a lot faster here in the States than they do out there. Like they know that they'll make it back eventually over there. So they spend all this money and yeah, it's these ridiculously amazing attractions and lands and theme parks out there. Where here is they don't kind of spend that much money because they spend just enough to make the, the kind of investment that they want on it. I'm hoping that like they could have a mindset more of like Japan does to kind of spend the money that to make it really like the best thing in the world. Because I think they did learn a lesson with spending, you know, less than a billion dollars on DCA mm-hmm. and then having to spend more than that to fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think with this next thing, yeah, that, that, yeah it's crazy. Um, I think with this thing, I think they've learned from that. And they don't want to get their, themselves in a situation like that again. So I think this next expansion, will they'll know how to do it right this time. For sure. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I'm so stuck with this. So stuck with this. All right. So just to recap here, um, we've got a proposal from TDA with the city of Anaheim. Hey, this is what we can do on this land uh, that we own. And we want it rezoned to have us do whatever we want. Seems, <laughs> seems yeah. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Seem, seems reasonable. Um, and Udi says within five years, Sam and I are like in the 10 year frame. Um, Sam thinks that the IP will be independent of DCA and Disneyland and its own mm-hmm. entity, which I think is a solid point. I, I concur. I concur I with concur. that. Yeah. Although I would like to see like some enchanted forest or something in there from, I don't know, man. Some some sort of Robin Hood or I would love Robin Hood or, or like a villains park or something like that. Ooh, all good, but, all good ideas, but, man. But, but, the but mind, the, the mind begins to run around. Yeah, there's so many cool things going on in my head just looking at this stuff. Um, <laughs> right on. Okay, so what else do we have going on with this? Anything? Hey Sam, did you see the Disneyland Railroad today? The what? Did 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 you see the uh, Disneyland Railroad pulling into the Main Street Station? I did, and 
my something was weird with my eyes. It's yeah. watering. <laughs> yeah, I have to be eating like a like a like a full on onion salad at the time. <laughs> Man, that sound was so cool. Wasn't it amazing? Oh my uh, lord! Absolutely. This had to be like from two years ago, right? Yeah, no, today you hear that? Oh, I'm so like, cool. oh yeah. My gosh. Um, okay, so yeah, what else you want? Anything else you want to cover on this? Well, you know, it's one thing that I think about too is like it's so fun to brainstorm and yeah. kind of think about what you would like, and then this is the kind of thing that we're going to be brainstorming and you know nerding out about for years probably. Yes. What it, the the thing to remember is if it, if they don't if they don't build what you've been kind of building in your head, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it reminds me of yeah. like like the the new Star Wars. Like everyone was thinking what how the, how that should go with like Luke Skywalker and whatnot. And that's yeah. here's a whole other show, right? But like, yeah, they decided to go a different direction and everyone hated it because it wasn't what they envisioned in their mind. It's one thing I think about for this kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Of course. I, I have I have some uh, faith in their, their pixie dust that it's going to be killer. Um, I think they've learned from their mistakes on like DCA 1.0 and and I think they would knock this out of the park. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Because I, I might be thinking like, oh man, I really want Wakanda. And if they didn't build Wakanda, I'm not going to be like pissed about it. Like I'm just right. like, that they're that they're investing in this and sure mm-hmm. as and, an as an artist and designer sam what is the one thing that you want that that you really really want out of this Ooh, um besides knocking down the disney hotel um i don't know i just want um i want something that that would be original that would be a destination not a clone from uh florida Okay. I don't mind the I don't mind the clones from from Asia just because it's not as common for people to to see both. Mm-hmm. Like I like when DCA I like the DCA is the only one that has Cars Land. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty cool that that, that DCA yes. has something as original as that. Yeah. I just hope for stuff that you really can't get anywhere else. Like you a know, Matterhorn so, or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got you got Expedition Everest, I suppose, but that's the same thing. No. Totally, yeah. totally different. Okay. I'm totally yeah, I want some original stuff. Some something that's just in Anaheim. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm so down with that. Um and I hope at some point we get some sort of Tron Tron coaster out there in one of the lands that's existing. Um Okay. Right on. Um and then um I'm going to put you on the spot just real quick, Sam. So when everything returns to normal and people are going back at max, maximum capacity and stuff, um I'd like to maybe meet up with you at the park at some point. And we already talked about doing that, but maybe we do yeah. like a, you know, you, we spend a few hours at DCA with you and some other listeners or something. And, That'd be fun. and, and, and you can sort of sh- show us your favorite things at DCA and inside things that a lot of us just don't know because you're, we're not Sam Carter. How about, how, how, how <laughs> yeah, does that sound? Actually, I would love to go with someone that doesn't roll their eyes when I tell them like some fun fact. And they're like, yeah, I know you tell us every time we go. So a new batch of people, <laughs> for like spitting out trivia yeah yes. i'm all for that okay so we we can set that up with you then you're you're sure. cool awesome see like how, see how we do it yeah that's how we cool. do it cool awesome and then when they were all by some sam carter artwork or something somewhere oh that'd be nice. we can still get it right yeah um there's some stuff in the wonderground gallery okay and then there's um the non-disney stuff i have on my on my website samcarterart.com i've been checking your stuff out man yeah i like that goonie stuff you did Thank you. I love, I love that too. Yeah. Nice, nice octopus reference in there. I commented on your picture. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay. And so you have a new podcast. Uh, do That's you mind right. sharing the listener, it, telling the listeners about that? 
Yeah, thank you. Uh, it actually it dropped today. Uh, Ooh. World premiere was today, and it's it's ironically also about Disneyland Forever, the first episode. <laughs> it, was, it was me and, and Kristen Carr chatting uh, about our thoughts on it because you know we I haven't had a chance to really nerd out about it okay. until that. So uh, it's fresh on the mind. That's why okay. I'm able to chat about it right now. But cool. Um, yeah, I wanted to do a, a podcast that, you know, not so much covering like the news events, even though that's what we kicked it off with. But I wanted to have a, something that talked about more of like the artwork behind all this creative, you know, experience. Yeah. And whether that's um, talking to people from the industry, like chit-chatting about what makes them tick, or it might be kind of just looking back at... Um, you know, I always post on my YouTube channel, Old Parades. Yes. I think I'm going to start doing some kind of like commentary type stuff on that. Maybe like we, people that work the parade, we chat about what it was like working Light Magic. Um, oh. I'm, I'm friends with the, the tech director on Light Magic. We still talk. So I think nice. we might do a, a show diving in. You know, imagine talking to the tech director of Light Magic. Like there's some, there's things I've been wondering this whole time. Okay. Um, that kind of stuff. So it's like a little behind the scenes. Um, but nothing, nothing, not too far peeking behind the curtain because I, I, I love keeping the integrity of all the magic and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. For sure, absolutely. But it's just like it's more about um, paying homage to all this because it's it's weird how how far ago, how long ago the '90s were. Like I have to <laughs> remind myself, like, holy God, that's that's crazy. Like I don't feel old. I still feel like I'm 25. But I know, I'm, right? I'm, I'm 42. I was a teenager when I started working at Disneyland. You know, so Jeez. and I, I just, that's why I have all this old footage. It's like I was there all the time. I, I grew up there, right? So. That's what's exciting too about this expansion, you know, wrapping it all up in a bow. Um, going to Disneyland as a kid, knowing what it was like when it still felt mom and pops in the early 80s. Yep. Um, being a teenager when you could still, you know, uh, go to Tomorrowland Terrace in the, you know, early 90s and, you know, dance to No Doubt or like, you yep, know, yep, yeah. Just having a good time out there and then seeing the resort coming to life with DCA and then wondering about this third park and even just this week hearing about Disneyland Forward mm-hmm. you know we love this place for a reason yep and um, it's just cool to see it grow and you know we all we all care about it and it's just fun to talk about right on well awesome I look forward to hearing more of those and if you need our help yeah, with anything you. if you make if you need our help with anything just like let us know yep. not that yeah, you would but you if, so you, if you did yeah <laughs> I appreciate it yeah. thank sure. you yeah, it's, uh, Cartar Sauce Theater is uh, my YouTube channel and it's on all of our favorite platforms. No, I, I, maybe I could I could uh, pick your brain and tell me how to do that. I, I've only put it on YouTube, so oh, I'm, I'm I'm not the pro when it comes to that stuff. He's the man. That, that's your forte. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we can we can talk later about that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I want to put it on wherever I can, really, because I it's a video. Oh, it's I, a, oh, it's, it's a, a oh, it's yeah, a video. It's okay, on YouTube right now, and it and it's a, it's a, it's the two of us talking. But I always I I dropped in probably like fifty different pieces of concept art that we're talking about like if, if oh. the conversation goes a certain way the the concept art is there oh Even that's we talk about something older like we were talking about disney springs and i, I dropped in concept art of when they're it's all about the concept art oh so nice dude like, yeah. okay now i get it cool okay, okay. all right now i'm done. i'm all part watch it tomorrow or in fact Udi's gonna go on it right now it looks like yeah okay. check it out okay right on um Again, this is Sam Carter here from Carter Cart, uh, Sauce and Carter Creative, right? Okay. Yep, that's right. <laughs> right on. Okay, so uh, listeners, check him out on on YouTube at, um, what are we looking for again, Udi? YouTube is Carter Sauce Theater. Carter Sauce and, Theater. And samcarterart.com is my website. Gotcha. 
All right, we're doing it now as we uh, speak. He's yeah. a very he's a very slow typer, I might add. Yeah, because I don't do that for a living. He doesn't do it for a living. No. I swing a hammer, grind metal. That's what I do for a living. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um, have you gone the knots lately, Sam? Oh, I went to the Boysenberry Festival. How was that? It's good. I love it. Knots is knots is the best. Knots is actually my very first job. I was a sweeper. Oh, that's right. That's right. You had mentioned that before. Yeah, knots is like a, a second home to me, um, and it still feels mom and pops. You know, that's oh, why I love it. It totally does. So, do you live closer to to that park or Disneyland? No, I'm I'm closer to Disneyland. Okay. Um, knots is probably like a 15 minute drive instead of a 10 minute drive. Gotcha. Can't complain. Oh, oh, there we go. We, yeah, he's we loading it, it right I, now. I Here we go. I recognize that license-free music. <laughs> there we go. All right. Okay. We're... I got it up. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Dude. We'll, we'll uh, check it out. Yep. All right, man. Right on. Wait, thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure. And invite me back anytime. Oh, oh yeah. It is our, mostly our pleasure. So oh, yeah. I mean, it's our pleasure Absolutely, talking to you. Yeah. And, uh, Thank you. Yeah, we look forward to meeting you in person and, and doing the DCA yeah. tour and uh, getting sure. a drink or whatever. Yeah. Oh, sounds good. All right. Lamplight Lounge. Lobster nachos, please. All right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I haven't had that yet, so we gotta. I got to try that. Okay. Oh, it's so good. All right, on. Hey, thanks, guys. I'll <laughs> see you right. later. Okay, right, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. Yep. Bye. Hey, LTV listeners, welcome back. That was a very awesome interview we had with Sam, Sam Carter. Um, <laughs> definitely part of the LTP family now. Uh, always know we're talking to him. Very good insight. Um, so yeah. again, thank you, Sam, for taking time out of your thank evening. You. Yeah, it's a little it's a little late here. We're doing it, but this is what we do. This is how we do it to get you guys the content. Um, thanks again for everyone today um, and th- this evening getting this podcast out and contributing. Um, if you like this show, uh, please leave a comment on the, whatever platform you're listening to right now, uh, whatever star, any words, whatever you want to leave, like a review, we would love it. Uh, again, follow us on leaveintodaypodcast.com um, and you can be a Patreon supporter there. We make all the details easy for you to do. That didn't make sense, but the details are there. It's late. I'm sorry, guys and girls <laughs> and listeners. Um, but Udi, where can people find out more about you? Uh, you can find me on all of my socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all H-A-X-O-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Mando Show. There you go. Yeah, at- right on. And again, if you want to listen, just send us an email at info at leapintodaypodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at leapintodaypodcast.com and Twitter and Facebook are the same way. Um, thank you so much for joining us tonight again. Um, and I'm just going to say this right now for all of you, all of you guys listening right now. Um, it's been a rough year. I'm not going to lie. But we are on the end of this silliness mm-hmm. we, i mean we have everything in our crosshairs now of when yep. the park's opening we are less than uh 25 days away less than 25 days away from the park opening good things are happening disneyland railroad was at main street station today doing this thing um i'm feeling optimistic about a lot of stuff and i know that the next 12 months are going to be great for for the ltp and everyone in the disneyland community yep i i completely agree i think uh we, we, we've all been through the ups and downs of the year, and we've all been through a lot. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that has unified all of us is the park. And now we're actually, you know, we have that light coming in like that, you know, the lighthouse coming through the fog. Like, here <laughs> yep, we are. Yep. We're finally getting to that point. You know, we've been through the, the, the muck and the mire for a long time, much longer than I think anybody had, had anticipated. 
but yeah, the the overall feeling should be hope. Hope. And and I think we all have it. Uh, I am incredibly grateful for everybody who continue has continued to uh, kind of give us words of encouragement and yeah. support through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a few people have, uh, quite a few people have thanked us for continuing to move forward through all of it and, and not falling off and continuing to, to try to keep the positivity going, uh, even though we didn't always accomplish the positivity part, no. but we, we were no. here. Yep. Um, and I will take the moment to thank you all, everybody, for uh, continuing to be with us and follow along with us and continue to uh, uh, be part of the LTP family. Um and we're, we're, we're here, folks. We're getting to that point where uh, I don't think we're going to have a, a negative turnaround. I think we only have uh, the, the bright skies in front of us. And that is what I'm looking forward to. And now, more than ever, uh, I'm getting more excited about having a day where we can finally meet uh, many of our listeners face-to-face. Yes. And I'm going to be the madman without a mask. I, I, I just won't. <laughs> do it but you know that is me um but that being said i just gonna take a moment to thank you guys again and uh yeah we're we're, we're here we're, we're 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 almost here we're almost here so we're, we're getting near that finish line there we are well well said yep. and again everyone who stuck with us for the last 12 months thank you you've made it all worthwhile oh yeah for sure we were never gonna stop anyways i'll tell you that it's just some some shows were hard to get through or just to go what are we gonna talk about yeah but we made it through getting funny and getting clever and getting angry and sad and happy again and all that great stuff. <laughs> um, riding the wave. Riding the wave. All right, guys and girls, again, thank you so much. 131 will be coming up soon. Um, this is going to end at 131. Uh, sorry, episode 130. And, get, and Sam did confirm he will hang out with us at DCA and give us a tour. So we're going to put that together for you guys mm-hmm. when we do it. So that's something to put on your calendars once we get that down. Okay. We love you. Adventures out there. See you in the parks. See you. You know, it'd be really good with it. My green apple and jalapeno sauce. Babadoo. How's that? Babadoo. Okay. <laughs> Waters for quitters. <laughs> Jessica Aurora Farfan. No. What are you doing? Definitely not. I'm so freaking ready. I like cake for the three of us. I know. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face. Right.